0: when i was doing this I'm, I'm a little embarrassed to say i did have to google actors in their 30s yeah, yeah. no <laughs> we do don't look uh, through
1: listen, my google search history because really, it's it's terrible especially, especially we when do we kid do like movies it looks so bad
2: it <laughs> looks so bad like it's it's, it's yeah
1: people top are, actresses under 20 Yeah. <laughs> <just> <laughs> Welcome to the Replay Value Podcast, where we deep dive into the movies we all love to watch over and over again. I'm Phil, joined by my brother from the same mother, our co-host on the West Coast, Warren. What's up, bro? In this
2: episode, we're going to talk about the comedy cult classic, Old School. One, two, one, woo! Woo! Get ready for the unseen and out-of-control version of old school. What's a guy supposed to do when he catches the early flight home and finds his girlfriend in bed with a room full of naked strangers? Return to college and start a fraternity. Before you can say wild and wet wrestling, Frank the Tank, Will Ferrell Saturday Night Live, Mitch, Luke Wilson, Legally Blonde, and Beanie, Vince Vaughn, swingers, have their own frat raging with out-of-control antics. But when things get too wild, the Dean sets out to shut them down. The laughs are top of the class, even if the guys aren't, in the hit comedy from director Todd Phillips, Road Trip. Uh, back of the DVD box, uh, DreamWorks Pictures, Anamorphic Yeah, we got screen. it. Uh, we got it. Thank Dolby you. Dolby Digital. Okay. All right. Two, three, That's one. That's very
1: nice. Good job. Um, so Old School is oh, you know, yeah. one, of, one of my favorite comedies. I love when we get the chance. And when we, try, we bounce around to a lot of genres, but uh, comedies inherently have a very- We do them all. Very high replay value, um so it's good to, to be doing this one. Uh, I've seen it many, many times. However, one of my friends who has probably seen it a lot more than me, I will say, uh, especially on reruns of uh, Comedy Central, just having it on in the background, is my good buddy El Myers, friend of the pod. Welcome, uh welcome to your first, your inaugural uh, episode, El.
0: Thanks, man. It's good to finally be here. Now, Feels great.
1: Now, when um, you know we you, you, I know you love movies we always talk about like have you seen this have you seen that uh, I know you you have a, a soft spot in your heart for these these types of frat college type of raunchy comedies you're probably <laughs> my only friend that has not cut the cord still has cable probably still leaves comedy central or off reruns of the office on in the background during their day. I'm an, I'm an old man you're an old man <laughs> at least in that regard. <laughs> could could you even put a number on how many times that you've seen old school
0: dude i i really don't think so um i had the dvd when i was in high school and college i, I have no idea where, where it is now but th- that <laughs> that was one that was continuously in my dvd player just just going at all times there was a time a friend and I were driving to Destin for spring break and for just entertainment purposes he had a laptop and we watched old school three times oh, that All sounds safe down.
1: that sounds very <laughs> very very road trip ask yeah, yeah. like that oh my gosh wow um now i i, I want to say that you know we've talked about you getting on the pod before and before i could even say hey list out uh, some movies you'd want to do you're just like hook when you do Hook, I want to be a guest. I love <laughs> Hook, <laughs> and we've done a lot of Steven Spielberg films. I've, I've tried working to our
2: hook- way down the list. Uh, I think you know, <laughs> we, we got a few. We got a few more. We just finished Spielberg Tier One. Yeah, so, uh, um, uh, yeah. So, so but Catch Me If You Can is no, probably next.
1: Yeah. I, I do love Hook. It's a future minority report value film. and I, I think we'll do it, but maybe a couple seasons. So in lieu of that, we were like, I'm like, maybe okay, you. what, what else do you want to do? And you saw, we look old school on the schedule and we, we, we penciled you in yeah. for that one. So the
0: theme here is, is old guys trying to recapture their childhood. Of course. <laughs>
1: okay. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so, uh, again, glad to have you. Um, now, Warren, you. do you feel like this is a film you you have seen a lot? Is it one of your favorite comedies as well? Is it up there? I mean, I think... Yeah, I mean, Col-
2: no, man, when it came out, it's one of those. It's in the DVD era, uh, the cable era. Uh, you were catching it on... You know, whether cable, HBO, Showtime, Cinemax, or you are catching on network TV, TNT, CBS, you know, or daytime TV. It's a, It's only an hour and a half, but with a commercial, they'd stretch it out to two hours and 15 minutes. Nevertheless, very enjoyable to watch. Uh, I've seen it, I would say, 20 times, probably, 20, 25. Not as much as if, because some people can live off this movie. This movie is like what I call an IV movie. You can just hook it in. And live off of it if you have to. It has that high of a replay
1: value. Yeah, pre streaming, you could just put it again, put the DV on and just let it play in the background at a party or whatever. It's just, it's like, it's just, it's background noise almost. It's just, you you, you tune in for it. Well, after a scene. you've seen it a few times. Yeah, no, of course. Yeah, absolutely. Um, all right, Warren, well, kick us off. Uh, how did the film get made and who made it? Uh, above the line, story by Court Crandall,
2: Todd Phillips, and Scott Armstrong. Scott Armstrong, Todd Phillips, the writing uh, partners. Uh, written by Todd Phillips and Scott Armstrong. Uh, produced by Daniel Goldberg, Joe Magic, and Todd Phillips. And directed by Todd Phillips. So, story by Todd Phillips. Written by Todd Phillips. Produced by Todd Phillips. Directed by Todd Phillips. Uh, Todd, uh, Todd Phillips picture. I mean, he had his hand everywhere. It's kind of almost like a James Cameron What he fucking edited it to. Jesus.
1: Well, no, I mean, and that's what you think, you I know, mean, when you look at this film, that that's that's what stands out. Written, produced, directed by Todd Phillips. This is a Todd Phillips film. Through he even and through. co-stars that's, in
2: it. He's got a, he makes a little cameo with some uh, yeah, got a couple lines.
1: The Get the Gang. I'm here for the Gangbang, <laughs> yeah, you here know. For the gang bang. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And he's got that perfect creepy look. To, it's like of course he is. Of course he's there for the Gangbang. Um all right. Uh well, before we get too far into it, Todd Phillips has I think made a lot of our favorite comedies here, either had a hand in the story directed and produced, you know, it's, uh, done quite a bit. Kind of like Uh, a Judd
2: Apatow is just like a powerhouse, uh, comedy filmmaker, even though here recently he has, uh, done some dramatic films.
1: Yeah. Uh, so I will pass it off to you first. We like to do this with big directors who have had a, you know, a, made a, a big footprint in the film community, especially one with comedy, like Todd Phillips. If you had to rank, what is your top five Todd Phillips films?
0: uh starting with five um i think uh would be due date
2: he's has heard some episodes before he has heard but some episodes. i come the, on he here he knows and right number
1: one first i'm like oh christ we, we had somebody do that a couple episodes well number one i'm like no 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 you gotta
0: have some drama. <laughs> yeah. you gotta you
1: gotta build up <laughs> to some it
0: drama. <laughs> all right so number
1: five due date, okay. due
0: date uh four uh be star skin hutch nice uh three road trip uh that's one of my favorite movies ever just because it's, it's the uh, that might be the only time i've heard a character named el in it oh that's but, a good point
1: yeah. oh
2: wow yeah. yeah also very high replay value very road trip good, yeah. That, yeah, that is on the list oh yeah uh
0: number one and two were my toughest ones to rank which you, you'll probably know which ones they are but uh number two hangover number one old school
1: Right, and, and and you could probably flip-flop those depending on the day you ask, and because yeah. we're yeah. talking about... No Joker? <laughs> you know, no Joker? You didn't do
2: that's Joker like in it's, there,
0: though? You, you didn't have Joker in there. Um, that's great. Um, I, actually, I actually have a note on here that, that says, uh, call Phil and Warren a piece of shit for mentioning Joker. Oh. <laughs> 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 he has. Hey, actually, he I'm not that big a before. fan of it. I'll
2: never watch it again.
1: <laughs> I liked it a lot.
2: It's one of those movies talking about no replay value, no I don't care talk about I don't care how much you liked it talk about it zero ever, replay yeah. value <laughs> it is like oh very low I have no interest in I, I never need to see that movie again
0: I watched it on a plane on my phone again I'm old I have cable still if, if I flim through and it's on I'll watch a few minutes of it and then, then move on
1: yeah alright well Warren what's your top five what you got Uh
2: number five due date so EL I'm, I'm there with you there alright number four road trip Number three, Old School. Number three is Old School? Wow. Yeah, well, because my top two are what you should... When you staged, oh, I can't figure out the top two. Here's the top two people were thinking of. My number two is The Joker, because you have to take into account his two best movies. I mean... (laughs) Go ahead picture and call a, a piece of shit, E.L. Yeah. shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, man. Hey, call it what you will. The Joker. Uh, right. number I number one got, is got Hangover, right? Uh, yeah, the number one's got to be Hangover. That's I think that's quintessential right. Todd Phillips and hits him. Uh, that is his best movie. Okay,
1: well, so I have number five through this road trip for me. I, I probably should rank it higher. Number four. I cheated a little bit here. He only did the story for it, but I had to include it. Borat.
2: No, he's got to be uh, Todd Phillips. He has to it. be a directed. <laughs> Whatever. You always cheat. Move on. Did you hear the, you hear the episode? Of EO where he already counted <laughs> Mandalorian season one and season two in a top five. I mean, this motherfucker is a piece of for shit. John
1: Favreau. It's yeah. <laughs> So bad. The last time we did a film from 2003. Elf, yeah. Um, number three is Joker. And then EO. I, I agree the, the, the true kind of, um, turmoil in, in ranking is one and two with old school and hangover. I did have old school at two and hangover at one. Yeah. Probably just cause I've seen hangover. You so much, to, And hangover I'm also looking forward to the, my, 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 birthday trip to Vegas later this year, oh, yeah, which you'll sure. be going. So you for know, sure. I like that one.
0: And again, you could ask me tomorrow and it might be flip flop. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. It, it, that's very good. Okay. Yep. Great. I mean, a lot of great films though. Yeah. And of course we haven't seen the next Joker film, which is due to come out, um, in 2024. uh, But I'm sure it'll, it'll be just as good. Right. E.L. It's gotta be a
0: musical, right? Uh, That's, that's why I love it. I love it. it I love musicals.
1: (laughs) Now, uh, Todd Phillips though, um, you know, we, we talked, we, we, kind of jest to saying he did comedies and now he's moved to the more dramatic side. In 2019, he actually said that he has pivoted away from comedies due to the backlash and not to get too political here, but the, the backlash of woke, woke culture. I mean, really if old school, if you were trying to make it in twenty twenty three, do a lot of the jokes land? I think you know that's probably part of the reason he pivoted to films like. You Joker. say that about but a I mean, lot of comedies.
2: comedies. don't age. Comedy doesn't age great in some cases, but so what? Yeah, yeah. get over
1: it. Those are his words, not mine, uh, from a few years ago. So, um, you know, I, I would say that um, that that is part of it, though. But he's done great. Uh, in, in doing Joker. I mean, Todd Phillips is a talented, talented film director. I mean, yeah, he's doing the sequel
2: too. with Lady Gaga. It's a musical. I, know, uh, okay, I, I love musicals.
3: Yeah.
2: <laughs> well, Todd, I think you can see the origins of this movie all started when Todd Phillips made the documentary Frat House. Ivan Reitman, the producer of Animal House, who's like essentially that's the godfather of frat comedy movies, uh, collaborated with Todd Phillips. Well, first on Road Trip, but Talk to him about really reviving the frat comedy genre because, uh, you know, up to this point, it it had there hadn't really been a good frat comedy movie come out in some time,
1: yeah. So, that that documentary was from 1998, it won a lot of accolades at the Sundance Film Festival that year. Um, that's when it caught the attention of Reitman, who I would say I I most know Reitman not only from Animal House but from Ghostbusters. He did, he was the uh, producer of the Ghostbusters films, yeah. Uh, He was the executive producer on. Um, old school as well, uh, like you mentioned, Road Trip. Uh, so, I mean that that type of desire to say, let's bring back the college frat type of comedy that had it had hit it had peaked and then fallen way off in the '90s. Um, so this this was the Road Trip and Old School. Those those two films helped revitalize it, and, and a big push of that was the collaboration of Wrightman uh, and Phillips and E. L. Like you said. Road Trip, you would probably, I mean, it's got a character named after you, but I know you, you love that film, too. So it, it, <laughs> yeah. it, a whole new generation that were past the Animal House era were able to get in to have those types of films for them um, for around the college college type.
2: But what made this so ingenious is it was a unique a unique spin on the genre. You've got older adult men in a <laughs> fraternity. I mean, there there's a whole... Uh, uh, there's a whole uh, area of comedy that has been untouched. I mean, it's really, it's comedy gold, uh, and it creates a lot of some of the best scenes wh- in wh- terms of
1: wh- <laughs> Which was tough just because it was just like, oh, well, you know, uh, you look old, and it's like, oh, they just turned 30. Oh, okay. Yeah. I mean, that's old. Okay. All right. Well, Production
2: uh, started January 7th, 2002, and ran until March 18th. It's just one of those movies they shot, like, you know, in 45, 50 days. Uh, mostly shot on location. Uh, in California, also shot at Palisades High, UCLA, and USC. So, mostly in the Los Angeles area.
1: Yeah, and it has that vibe. I mean, it's a it's a California college movie. Oh yeah.
2: Well, even the house, the the, the frat house they have.
1: Oh, you mean the one that you've got behind you on the Zoom call? Right? Yes, <laughs> you're yes, not, yes. You're I not really st- sitting in front of it recording. No, <laughs> of
2: course not. Uh, it's not on the market. I looked. Uh, No, but it is in Pasadena. Uh, And if you look, uh, if you're familiar with LA, it just looks like a Pasadena house. So do they Uh, just have
1: houses that are set and it's like this is a house we're going to use for a film, or do they just like pick them out specifically for that film and then that's it?
2: No, you have some owners that just loan them to production, so some houses get loaned out a lot more than others. But especially if they have a unique or look that location scouts like or whatnot. But this house also features in Back Future One, Back Future Two, and Teen Wolf, so three Michael J. Fox
1: movies. <laughs> so, so I guess they just use the exterior. All the interior shots like on a soundstage. I'm wanting to, uh, most likely. I would imagine so.
2: It's almost like the last, what, the only movie I can think of where they, Goonies is the only movie I can think of where they actually shot in a real house. I mean, most of the time, you're going to need to do that in a It's just too sure.
1: restrictive to try to do it inside yeah. a home. Yeah.
2: yeah, I'm sure those were sets, but mostly on location.
1: Normally, I would want to talk about the music of the film here. Not really much of a score to speak of. Um, I will say that uh, the, 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 the most memorable. Soundtrack. Yeah, I mean Theodore Shapiro uh, did do the, the the score of the film. Uh, as far as like you know, he has a lot of credits uh, as far as uh, filmography goes. Um, worked with you know, Mike Judge a lot of comedies. Did the one for for Idiocracy, Starsky and Hutch, and other Todd Phillips film. Um, uh, so many many credits uh, to his name. But you don't when you think about the music of this film, you don't think about the score. You think about like Warren said, the soundtrack. I don't want to put. I don't want to even list any here because they are so inherent to the scenes in the film, and I, I feel like I would be stepping on best scenes uh, if I did this because I've already got a couple in my best scenes that have got some great yeah, uh, s- songs in it. So I, I'm gonna I'm gonna do the rare pass here, uh, and, and Warren, I don't want to probably in El two bring your risk bringing your ire because I'm gonna talk about a song. You're like, well, it's, you know it's, it's played so good in this scene, so. Uh, but great soundtrack Played very well um, I would say The only one I will mention Is the Here I Go Again By Whitesnake I feel like it's Frank's song It's, it's, it's so, so good but, um, but yeah The music The score was used Or the soundtrack Was used very well For those scenes We'll move on To the stars of the picture
4: Alright Mr. DeMille I'm ready for my close up
1: Phil
2: the worst fucking production engineer ever. Jesus, I I, I did
1: it. I hit
2: it. Uh, yeah, yeah. You a fucking it? twenty seconds late, man. We should run
1: an ad against. Oh some no, extra that was. The,
2: I hit Jesus. it right when you
1: said it. I hit it. right Okay, when
2: said all right, all right. Uh, starring Luke Wilson, Will Ferrell, and Vince Vaughn, with Jeremy Piven, Ellen Pompeo, Juliette Lewis, Leah Rimney, Perry Reeves, and co-starring Craig Kilborn, Alicia Cuthbert, Sean William Scott, Matt Walsh, Artie Lang, and Patrick Fischler. Uh, hell of a cast, a lot of familiar faces, and uh, some stars on the rise. Before they got some really big parts. I mean, Jeremy Piven before he got Entourage, like a year before Entourage. Uh, Ellen Pompeo, like a year, maybe a year and a half before Grey's Anatomy,
1: which is kind of crazy because Perry Reeves played Mrs. Ari in Entourage, played his wife. Yes, and in that yeah, show. it
2: was this right before this. Leah Rimney, was this before Kings and Queens, probably right around that time, I think. Right I think, or
1: uh, maybe right around that time.
2: Yeah, so a lot of big TV uh, careers, <laughs> like, oh, and even uh, what Sarah Shady, uh, what's her name? Uh, uh, kind of a smaller bit part in this. She's uh, went on to have a hell of a career as well.
1: Well, you talk about like uh, going on to big TV shows. Uh, I'd say the biggest example is uh, Ellen Pompeo. Yeah, you know, this was two thousand. Yeah, well, well, I just she mentioned her. yeah, Grey's Anatomy. I know that's what I'm saying. I though, just but, said you know, that. I know, but then she Pay did Grey's attention. Anatomy. Yeah, I just said that. You I was just a year said and a half that before Grey's Anatomy. Damn yes. It. Okay. I, I,
2: God damn it, dude! I just tune like, you
1: out. I'm so used to it. I'm sorry.
2: <laughs> I mean, I do that during your fan theory, but I mean, who wouldn't? I mean, it's. King of, I, I, was I take a up nap King of, during that. I was
1: looking up King of Queens when you were talking about that for Remini. Uh, King of Queens was 98 to 2007, so this would have been right in the middle of King
2: of Queens. Okay, so that was a breakout. Well, I first saw uh, Leah Remini in. Uh, uh, Say by the Bell and the uh, Malibu episodes. Oh, yeah. If you remember that,
1: Stacy Carosi, yeah, yeah.
2: Zach, uh, yeah, yeah, Zach Morris's love interest. One of the better, stronger seasons of Say by the Bell. Say by the Bell at its peak was the uh, the Malibu uh, Beach, uh, yeah. Malibu Beach Hotel, where they all worked for the summer. Great, great, great series of episodes.
1: Oh, that was. Anyway, get off
2: track. This isn't. Uh, yeah, yeah you those watch those that stuff? Um, did you know? Oh yeah. Okay. I mean, yeah, I, man.
0: I, I, I forgot that was her. It I forgot to. Yeah. No, I, I didn't did pull the great name fan. off.
1: <laughs> Stacy Carosi. I had her her IMDb credits pulled up, so I had it right in front of me there. So uh, I can't take credit for knowing that.
2: But yeah, no, she's great in that. Actors Mount Rushmore. Um.
1: Okay, Mount Rushmore. So if you had to pick, El four, like you know, think of. You know Mount Rushmore. Okay, so it, it, sure. it, is there a, what actors in this film would you put their old school character on, on their Mount Rushmore? I would say yes. Luke Wilson. Would you Would you agree with that?
0: I would agree with Luke Wilson. Yes.
1: Okay. Any others you would throw on there? Yeah. Yeah. For sure.
0: Um, I want to say Will Ferrell.
1: Will Ferrell? But no. yeah. <sighs>
0: oh man, well, I did launch I, like, him. It's his Top t- Gun. That's I the would argument say for at least the time. Okay. I mean. People definitely know him for old school. But, okay. So, things. I mean,
1: like, you, but you have to pick four. Okay. So, I would say that for, uh, you, you have, uh, Elf for sure. Uh, Buddy the Elf uh-huh. is one. Ron Burgundy. Uh, Anchor Man. Yeah. That's, that's, it's Ron Burgundy. Yeah. Yeah. Ro- uh, Talladega Knights. Yeah. Talladega Nights, Ricky Bobby. And Step
0: Brothers. Yeah.
1: And yeah. Step Brothers. So, I think that that's the four you have there. So, I think, old. I think Frank the Tank is this is right right on there i think you have to i think i don't think so though
0: that's fair i'm just saying it is so, so.
1: You. <laughs> okay Okay. <well, yeah. laughs> uh, i would say that would be the only no that i have i think uh-huh. piven pompeo vaughn all the others that i mean i wouldn't put like necessarily like Artie lang and juliette lewis leah remini i mean probably her um alicia cuthbert on here i think just because they're more of the minor characters we're talking about the main roles I think mm-hmm. Farrell is the only no. I think the others yes, this is on their Mount Rushmore.
0: Yeah. I'm very close to saying yeah. Just it's, it's everybody's.
1: Yeah, because it's just such a well-known iconic yeah. film. Yeah. Warren, do you disagree? Uh
2: yes and no. I mean, there's a lot of stars in the movie. I mean, it's uh, it's a it's a comedy classic certainly of this century, but uh yes, Luke Wilson, I would say yes, Helen Pompeo, yes, Perry Reeves. I'm going no Vince Vaughn.
1: No Vince no Vaughn. Jeremy oh. Jeremy
2: no, no. Jeremy Piven's borderline. Uh, Juliet Lewis, no. Well, no, not not Juliet Lewis. That's too
1: minor of a role.
2: But this is, but, but, but she's a big star, and and this is probably the first comedy I ever saw her in, and she's really funny in the scene, like how she smokes a cigarette. Oh, do you want? You, do you want me to tell you it's the first time, or do you want me to tell you the truth? Did she's really funny. Like that whole bit. Yeah, but it's she's almost hilarious. like a cameo.
1: It's almost a cameo. She's in like two but scenes. She's fucking
2: does it's a. It, but it's in the beginning of the movie. It's the main character's wife. Mm-hmm. It, that is a star part. It's it's a memorable it's part not, in the picture. It's not.
1: No, it's not. I think it's so. not. A, I think I think she's memorable. It. Yeah, help me favorite. out here. It's, it's not a best star best, part. It's a cameo.
2: You no, know, it's a part you cast a star in because she plays the wife of the lead who gets divorces in the first scene.
0: Star part, no. Memorable, definitely. If not, just just for the the uh, credit scene with her with her internet friends, which uh, <laughs> which I think that, that might be the first time someone said that in a movie ever in two thousand three. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> well, I would just say that. But yes, I mean, she's memorable, but it's not a big enough role for this to be in the Mount Rushmore discussion. She's not a big, big enough. Oh, and yeah, natural well, born killers. I mean, I mean, right. Yeah.
2: No, I mean, yeah, you're natural born killers, California. I mean, she's and even Yellow Jackets now, which eh, no, my show's kind of dipping off. Christmas vacation. The other day. Anyway. Christmas
1: vacation. That's what's. Oh, up, yeah. yeah.
2: This is borderline for Piven. Piven's has done a lot. Uh, but he is. The thing is, he is the main antagonist. Uh, and that in and of itself kind of makes it, I think, a little bit more memorable for his career. So I, I'm going to say yes for Piven. Actors at their peak. Okay, so this is Luke Wilson's peak. He he never had it better as a lead actor than he had in this movie. I mean, this is kind of an anomaly yeah, for I him. Agree. I agree I, him. I agree. I uh, agree. Being a hit lead uh, actor, uh, the, the number like one. Like Royal
1: Tenenbaums was like a couple of years prior. You know, mm-hmm. and he was pretty good in that. Mm. Yeah. You know?
2: Uh, this launched will Farrell I mean he had a he tried to follow the route on SNL where like they had a movie based on an SNL character that came out a few years before obviously didn't work uh, this did this was his first hit movie coming and he literally just coming right out of SNL. Uh, But he had had a movie pop before Old School. And then to have the one-two punch of Old School and Elf, I mean, fuck. He was just launched into the stratosphere. So this really helped propel Farrell. First peak, Farrell. Yeah, early early, early peak, uh, beginning of his peak. And then the start of a second peak for Vaughn. This movie, I mean, this character, this is the first time Vince Vaughn had done this. With this, like... And this was a whole, like, second leg of a career for Vince Vaughn. After Swingers, he kind of had a dip, and he hadn't done comedy in a while. Then he comes back in this, in a comedy. And he's created this fast-talking, smart-ass, we haven't quite seen I mean, It's It's kind of a variation take on Swingers, but an older guy, kind of a little bit more goofy and funny. And he carries that character, that same characterization of himself, the same character he birthed in this film, Beanie into Wedding Crashers. Mm-hmm. I mean, even seen in Mr. and Mrs. Smith. Yeah. It's the same character. Mom. I mean, like it's literally the same. He's playing himself, but this variation of it. So man, Vince Vaughn started something special here. Uh, no Pompeo, Grays, no Piven, Entourage. Yes. that's That's what I'd say it is.
1: You know, I, I agree with that. Yeah, uh,
2: biggest benefactor.
1: I mean, it's clear. It's e you know, I mean. Well, I think- I'd say two. Well,
2: Vince Vaughn, because it's got Vince Vaughn. He just did comedies for like the next five or six years. I mean, this got him back. Yeah, uh, but, but I are talking the about, biggest ones. Will Ferrell. Let,
1: let, let, yeah, let's narrow it down here. The biggest benefactor is Will, Will Ferrell. One hundred
0: percent. Yes.
2: Yeah. yeah, Will Ferrell, and look at the run after this: Elf, later that year, Anchorman in 04, Talladega in '06, Step Brothers in eight It's ridiculous. Yeah. Every two years, he's just knocking it out of the park with a huge hit. And
0: now he's going to have a a, a golf. I can't wait. Oh, I can't, wait. Oh, supposed I can't to be, wait. Like reminiscent of Talladega I think they said and I'm excited about that.
2: Well, he was supposed to be in the, the Lakers show uh, as Jerry Buss, and then he got recast with John C. Riley.
1: Well, you know, it's been great to see him as like an executive producer with like uh, Adam McKay. Yeah. Um, like in Succession, he's an executive producer on Succession, the television
0: show. I didn't know that. That's yeah. Cool.
1: yeah. Yeah. As well as. Uh, won, a, the, won a couple of Emmys. As well as Winning Time, the Lakers show. Yeah. So, yeah. This, uh, But you no, know, as far as you're talking about post SNL Farrell, yeah, he was the biggest benefactor for sure. This was the role that launched him as a mega, mega movie star. All right, Warren, I'm going to have to. You know, I'm getting ready to pitch you up for the MVP. Why are you starting to eat something? Like, you can't make it. Like, an hour and a half, two hours talking about mm. eating something, <laughs> especially when it's your turn. I to need talk. sustenance. I'm good, it's man. MVP food. It's MVP time. It's MVP I, time. So, you know. Chew it up, swallow it down. I'm done. I'm done. You're what are done. you talking okay. about,
2: man? I'm a champ. Uh, you wouldn't even notice it yet. Called it out You're, like an do ass. Do we need to do? Um,
1: it, do we even need to talk? I mean, it's it's Will Ferrell, right?
2: Man, I would almost look. There's an argument to be made for Vince Vaughn, no, okay, because everything no. he says is hilarious. No, everything he says is Just hilarious. Because but it he relate he's a, to the character
1: <laughs> the most. Doesn't mean he's a great he's the MVP. six man.
2: Listen, he's a great six man. However, Will Ferrell, yeah, MVP. Will yeah, okay, Ferrell, Frank, Frank Ferrell. the Tank. He owns the screen. He's fearless. He fully commits to this fucking ridiculous character. And he makes it work. Uh, It's this movie's Belushi. Animal House had Belushi. This movie has Farrell. And it doesn't work without him.
0: He is the one that got naked, and thank God.
1: (laughs) Blue, you're my boy! (laughs) Well, uh, no, I I agree with that. and um, I would say it's more so just... Comedy uh, for the viewer there. I, I don't think anybody really relates to the Frank character. I could be wrong. Like me. Well, I hope not. I, me, I'm more like <laughs> I see myself as like the Mitch. I think most people do. Warren obviously sees himself as Beanie. Mm-hmm. You know when you know we, we everybody projects themselves. I would say for most films you project yourself onto the protagonist or who somebody in the film. Do you feel like uh, I'm, Mitch. I'm
0: Mitch? You're Mitch. Okay. You know what? In my twenties, maybe Frank. But right now.
1: What about when we go to Le- Vegas later this year? Are we going to see Frank the tank, El the Well? All right, I'm
0: going to be uh, Zach Galifianakis. Yeah, we need that. From, yeah. uh, oh,
2: <laughs> well, hey, you know the funny thing—the beanie and Hangover—is Phil, and that's who I would play. So there you go. <laughs> I'd hope so. I would hope.
1: Uh, definitely. Uh, all right, stats and accolades of old school. Release date: February 21st, 2003. Warren. This is the fourth film from two thousand and three that we've done. In season three, we had Finding Nemo. Season four, Kill Bill Volume One. Season five, Elf, and now Old School in season six. So there you go, four seasons. We've been in we've
2: been uh, flirting with old school for quite a long time, and we're finally doing it on the pod. I mean, th-
1: this was in this has been in place since what season two? Yeah, we just couldn't make it work around El's schedule. He's a very very busy, man.
0: very busy guy. And again, I appreciate y'all just working around my my shit so i can get here <laughs> listen
1: if we, you don't do hook i'm not being on Fuck the fucking show <laughs> <laughs> it's took or nothing uh, it's gonna be a it while man uh, yeah. on a budget of 24 million dollars uh, opening weekend made 17.4 million it was number two behind the, the, the classic ben affleck vehicle daredevil what a what a great film right which also starred Ellen Pompeo as his secretary, uh, Matt Murdock's oh, secretary. Oh, and she
2: like exploded. Remember, she was in Catch Me If You Can too, as the flight attendant. Like she just like blew up. And then
1: she's and then Grey's Anatomy, Shonda Rhimes. Just she must
2: her down. have been a really good auditioner. Yeah, like I'm thinking of. it. She must have just fucking killed it in the room.
1: Uh, domestically, it would go on to make seventy five point five million worldwide, eighty seven point one million. So quite a, quite a good take for an R rated comedy yeah. on uh, such a low budget.
2: Not a big hit though. Box office rank for the year number sixty four. Yeah, not. It's definitely yeah.
1: gotten legs in the, as a cult cl- cult More
0: account. of a DVD,
2: yeah. VHS, and Absolutely. cable
0: hit. I, I saw it in a movie theater for the first time, but it wasn't a regular movie theater. I was in Atlantis in the Bahamas. Uh, my parents took us there yeah. for Jesus. for oh my, my sister's graduation present. And
1: How was your privilege? Did you did stay you at, at the Cove? Did you, know, you stay
2: at the Cove? Hold on, hold on. Did you stay at the Cove or did you stay at the Atlantis Resort? Atlantis is the Resort. COVID, well, the Cove is an extension of Atlantis. Yeah, that's gotcha. it. I've been there. Guys. Paradise yeah. Island, oh, wow. baby. Yep.
0: It's, it's y- nice. you, you
2: fly on a prop plane from Miami and, uh, yeah, you swim with the Dolphins. It's fucking
0: oh, it's great. It's awesome. At Atlantis, they have uh, just a free movie theater that you can go into. And, and, and this was the, the summer of my freshman year. And my dad now we're just like yeah let's go check this old school movie out and so you had never
1: seen it before
0: i'd never seen it before that, oh yeah, saw it in Atlanta, what an experience you're like yeah. that's awesome
1: i will dedicate the rest of my life yeah, exactly. after these people <laughs> <laughs> exactly <laughs> this <laughs> is <laughs> what college should be
2: or worth the note that this that was the location for casino royale remember bond oh, shut up those oh, yeah. two. <laughs> you're interrupting
1: the flow go ahead <laughs> oh, whatever
0: that, and like, my dad was, was the one who like introduced me to like these kind of comedies like animal house and all and porkies and and, and, yeah. and things like that. And, uh, American
2: Pie. That's where I get
0: my... Well, my- Porky's
2: and American Pie are more high school comedy, uh, if we're going to go uh, the variation there. Nevertheless, uh, adolescent men, aging men, and a group of friends dealing with sex and well, growing I, up. I think that's just kind of yeah, weird. Themes. Yeah,
1: I mean, it, they have the same type of vibe to them, I would say. you know. Yeah, for sure.
2: Tagline, uh, marketing, all the fun of college, none of the education. That's fair. Mm-hmm. Not bad, uh, okay. Runtime hour and twenty eight minutes, rated R with a
1: body count of one. Blue. Whoa, whoa, Point of order. Yeah, yeah. Point of order, El. I think we're going to make the same point, but go on right ahead. Hold on. There's two
2: in the ink credits, okay. and I think a, a, a guy gets hit by a car and explodes. You got Pritchard and uh, Craig Kilborn, yeah. the douchebag. Yeah. That's in the credits, though. So no, that's really body canon?
1: count is three. That's canon. All right, body count three. Thank you.
2: <laughs>
1: All right, and, and I, I love,
2: dude. Shout out to Todd Phillips with the credit scenes, the end credit scenes. His best is The Hangover. Brilliant with the Polaroids. Uh, yes. You remember in the theater, everyone was just laughing hysterically. I mean, that movie was already great, yeah, and that was just that a great end yeah, yeah, that was so good. But Todd Phillips has been crushing the uh, end credit scenes and comedies uh, most of his career. Uh, F-Bombs, 15. Thought there'd be a lot more than that. Fuck
3: you! That's uh,
2: probably, probably 15. A, yeah, for, I
1: would have also yeah. thought that. 15, the same light, yeah.
2: Without the nudity, it'd almost be close to a PG-13, uh, honestly, if you've lost the F-bombs. Uh, scores of the film, Rotten Tomatoes, 60%. Cinema score, B+, and Metacritic, 54 Just, Just very vanilla by today's standards, I think you guys are. Fred comedies nowadays are just going to be a lot raunchier. Yeah. Uh, that's kind of the direction that the comedies have went. Uh, critics, mixed reviews, um, more positive than negative, but... By no means a critical darling. Uh Roger Ebert, one out of four stars, said, quote, not a funny movie, just had funny scenes. I mean that's paraphrasing, but uh, he, he did not like the movie. Well,
1: here's the thing. I don't I'm just gonna go on a the limb and say that the target audience and why this movie has had legs for, you know, what we're talking about twenty years later, is because the typical viewer that enjoys this film is not one that's usually gonna align with what the critic says are good.
0: Oh no, no no no. <laughs> The, like, the, EL, the, like el
1: that, like
0: el like <laughs> me uh, the
1: critics, usually usually the critics can appreciate
2: movies like this though from time to time
0: was my frontal lobe fully developed when i first watched this movie no is it
2: still you know, not no. fully developed <laughs> yeah,
0: yes drinks out
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh awards of the film five nominations uh so uh, a little uh, lean on the awards two of which were mtv movie award nominations so um no uh, uh, prestigious accolades.
1: I think one of the awards was like a Taurus award for like the best fire scene or something like that. It was pretty, pretty, pretty. Uh, I, I, only, I can only assume they're talking about when Farrell's in the mascot costume and jumps to yeah. the League of fire. But yeah, yeah. Pre- pretty, not an awards darling.
2: Well, no, yeah, not at all. But you know, it's funny. Hangover was, and Hangover is actually nominated for Golden Globes and won the best comedy picture. So, like, as where the, the, that's where that's really Tom Phillips most decorated film. Oh, well, that that's a, one of the joke or drama, but the most decorated comedy being the Hangover. So that kind of a lot of comedies you don't see get awards. Uh, I think uh, Tom Phillips Hangover was the exception. You would think I was hoping maybe old school would have at least a Golden Globe knot in here somewhere. Maybe for Will Ferrell. Best Supporting Actor? No, maybe? I
1: think maybe. Maybe. All right. Uh, Grammy Record of the Year for 2003 was Clocks by Coldplay. Your favorite song. Yeah,
2: yet. that was a the dude. They fucking just <laughs> sold the rights it, to uh, that song. Don't they, say, it. They, say it. I know you want to say, say it. drove that into the ground. Don't say it. I won't say it. Remember HBO it. used that as their promo forever? I mean, dude, yeah, okay. they drove
1: that the song into the ground. number one song that week was All I Have by Jennifer Lopez and LL Cool J. And I went back to listen to that song, and I don't remember it. It's I dumb, don't either.
0: Yeah. It doesn't ring a bell.
1: No, it, it's not that great. J-Lo was huge in 2003. I mean, she just, you know, I think
0: she could, she was like Jenny top on the of the
1: block. Movie star and Movie artist, star, yeah. music, I mean, everything, so.
2: And that was back in the MTV heyday, too. Was
0: was she with uh, Ben Affleck at that time?
2: Potentially. Oh, yes, she was, because the Razzie Worst Picture winner was Gigli, starring Ben Affleck (laughs) and Jennifer Lopez. And they're they're
1: together again. Did you know that? They're
2: back together. They're married. No, they're married now. Yeah, it's crazy. Top movies in the box office, uh, Double Crown, also the Oscar winner for Best Picture, The Lord of the Rings, The Return of the King. Yes. Number two, Finding Nemo. Number three, Matrix Reloaded. And number nine, Matrix Revolution. So Matrix, two films the top Oh, that's right. They came out
1: in the, the top same 10. year. Yeah, both of yeah. those did. Yeah. Oh,
2: almost forgot. Lord of the Rings. It won the double crown. Also, 11 Oscar wins, which tied Ben-Hur and Titanic for the most Oscar wins ever.
1: Movies wow. Awesome! I watched super, it is, the, it yeah, high decorated. Yeah. I rewatched the extended edition trilogy a uh, few months ago, just like over a weekend. It's so good
0: again. Yeah. Old man, I have cable. HBO loves putting Lord of the Rings. On. Oh, really? Into and, uh, and, and Hobbit movies, yeah.
2: Oh, nice. No. I haven't, I haven't, seen, se- I haven't seen the Hobbit trilogy. I've watched the first two. I haven't seen the third one. Well, that speaks to the they're not good because if it oh, were, you'd a point to watch good. them. I like it.
1: it. I, I think I've heard the five It's not on the same level with Lord of the Rings
0: though. It come just it,
1: nah, no. It just burned me because it's like the Hobbit is like two hundred pages or two hundred fifty pages, and it's, they it's just like why it stretch that out, into yeah. three? It it's is
0: like a short book. Yeah,
1: yeah. I, I feel like if they would have leaned into that, they could have really made a nice, nice tight movie. Yeah. Yeah.
2: And uh, other movies, uh, honorable mentions, Bad Boys 2, uh, X-Men 2, uh, X-Men United, Terminator 3, Rise of the Machines, Bruce Almighty, and Pirates of the Caribbean, Curse of the Black Pearl. Huge hit mm, that Oh, wow. Johnny, yeah. Johnny Depp, biggest star on the planet 2003. Oh, yeah. I mean, Curse of the Black Pearl was huge. He was so big. Yeah. Uh, Oscar nominee that year, then the next year for fucking Finding Neverland. That's how popular he was. They just wanted to nominate him again. It didn't matter what he did. Uh, It was (laughs) ridiculous. Finding Neverland's a piece of shit. Uh, 2003 average movie (laughs) ticket price is $6.03, and then the adjusted inflation is $8.13 in today's prices, so still a, a good deal. A lot of stuff happened in 2003. The final Concorde flight took place in November of that year. Had been running regular flights since 1976. So uh, that was a supersonic passenger jet that traveled twice the speed of sound. You could uh, cross the Atlantic very quickly. Uh, Department of Homeland Security uh, was formed post 9 uh, 11. They began operations. The U.S. Army captured Saddam Hussein. 393 tornadoes in 19 states uh, in the United States. That was a, a record uh, with the weather that year. Uh, the Do Not Call List was formed. Sky marshals were placed on aircrafts to prevent hijacking, also response to 9 11. And yeah. uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger
3: was like the governor it. of
2: California. The Ooh, governor. Governor, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> on the chopping now.
1: All right. Best scenes and lines from old school. Uh, EL just got to preface by saying, you know, runner up, winner, two to three honorable mentions. I know. We bring in guests sometimes, and even we're guilty of it, too. We love a film, and and, and especially Warren. We love a film so much. He's no, like, oh, yeah. we got seven honorable mentions yeah. here. Hey, so. man, at least
2: I'm doing it right, though. we got a shout-out to our uh, pod comic book movie expert, Nick. Goddamn love the guy. But, man, every episode, he'll have three runner-ups. We're like, dude, dude. It's one. Run. One
1: runner-up. <laughs> second place. So that's where uh, we're going to start. Man. El second play your runner up for best scene.
0: I have s- too many scenes written down, and I'm so afraid that I'm, I've let one slip through the cracks.
1: It's fine. That that goes without ah, saying. Okay. We 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 used to try to we would just kind of preface that every episode say, oh well, we're going to miss some. Yeah. It goes without saying we're going to miss some. This is this is the point of this is to say okay, which ones stand out as you know the actually ones makes that the win. ones you right. pick
2: out more powerful if you've got to narrow it down like that. Correct.
0: Gotcha. Yeah. All right. My runner up is Frank streaking.
2: Oh, yeah, yeah, the uh, Mitchapalooza, uh, uh, b- very realistic party, by the way. The fucking movie captured that. That just feels like a party you want to be at. It doesn't oh, yeah. feel like a movie party. It feels like a legit, well, until Snoop shows up. But, yeah, I mean, it's still pretty pretty bitching.
0: First thing, the Mitchapalooza scene, it's definitely a, I thought, hey, I'm going to go to so many parties just like this when, yes, I'm, no, not you're when not. I'm in college.
2: Not that awesome. Not that awesome.
1: Uh but no but the, but,
2: the culmination of wait, Mitch Palooza stop. is is uh, Frank the Tank uh streaking.
1: Yeah. EL I just gonna have to say here, man, we're on the same page here. That was also my runner for best scene. We got a little match up there, right, buddy.
0: Yeah, we did it. What? Did we just become best friends? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: So would you guys say uh would you say it's him streaking when he busts in or is it when Frank the Tank is reborn?
0: Uh I mean, uh, I think I'm, I'm saying streaking.
1: The streaking part when he comes out and okay. interrupts Snoop okay. Dogg okay. and then okay. Okay. going okay. down the street.
0: Yeah. We're going streaking! Yes!
3: Sorry, no, sorry. Sorry. We're going, we're going streaking through the quad and into the gymnasium. Come on, everybody! Come on, Snoop.
2: Snoopaloo, Snoopaloo. No, it's cool. It's cool. I'm cool. Bring, bring your green hat. Let's go. Come on, everybody. We're going.
0: Here we go. Man, man, man. Put the music back on. Let's get the party back cracking up in there, man. Honey, do you think? KFC open. <laughs>
1: <laughs> he, he,
2: he like puts his, he goes ass first yeah, uh, into, into the, the thing. Car. it um, takes a
1: lot of confidence um, well
2: my, my, an honorable mention so. I would have would be when they get Frank the tank to start drinking oh I'm I, I can I mean me and the wife we' you know, we've got a busy day we're going to Home <laughs> Depot maybe Beth and Beth' on if we have time I don't know all right give me that thing all right, yeah, all all right one, one $2> yeah, $2> yeah I mean one. it's like, come on man <laughs> me, that's my friend
4: she owns house. Oh, okay. Anyway, yeah. yo, man, come hit this right here. You need to hit this. Oh yeah. No, I appreciate it, but I told my wife I wouldn't drink tonight. Besides, I got a big day tomorrow. But, but you guys have a great time. It's a big day. You're doing what? Well, um, actually, pretty nice little Saturday. We're uh, we're gonna go to Home Depot.
2: Yeah, buy some wallpaper. Maybe get some flooring stuff like that maybe bed bath and beyond i don't know i don't know if we'll have enough time you <laughs> know what you know what well, give me that thing i'll do one i'll do one we're gonna do one we're gonna do
3: one, one. we're we gonna do one, one. we're we gonna do do, do, do 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 you baby Stop. Stop. oh that's a talented man that's what i'm talking about your
2: lips. It's so good. You catch the movie halfway through playing somewhere on a, a, a cable channel, you're in if you're catching it that early. It's oh, that's the fun part. So,
1: what is your what is your runner-up though? That was honorable mention. You said my
2: so. runner-up is when they're. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
2: when they're kidnapping the pledges in the speeding van, oh, oh dude, the physical comedy—the way that how uh, uh, aggressive the van moves—that there is comedy and how it's hitting things and it's just re- disregarding life. I mean, it's a comedy. You know what you're in for, and the way it just hits shopping carts and just and the whole thing. Kudos to Todd Phillips how he directed that. It's so funny.
0: That is actually my number one that's your winner oh wow <laughs> yeah you, you hear master puppets just start blaring you this see is that, why i didn't
1: want to talk about the music because i didn't want to you know to...
0: you see that fucking band just going down just going down the street hitting everything <laughs> and if, if we have to name our favorite uh, pledge that that guy hugged in like just the first one is spanish he's on his scooter and then he sees the van, he starts running, he's on that fountain, and then it just... They just, just yes. clothesline him. Oh, they tackle him.
2: Get it's the, like Terry uh, Tate, the office linebacker. And they're, again, the physical comedy, that is a stage shot by Todd Phillips. He gets the physical comedy because it's a guy running, and he just gets
1: hit out of nowhere. It's fucking hilarious. That. that tackle into the fountain is yeah, the, 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 one of the best comedic the gold,
2: uh, the, the physical comedy there. It's so good.
1: Great choice, E.L.
0: Yeah, I would laughed so hard in the in, in that theater. And
2: I, my my winner includes some more genius physical comedy, great shooting and directing by Todd Phillips, which I won't ruin here. But it also includes. Well, no, I mean, you great. can you
1: can say, it. go ahead. I what's, mean, what's my what's winner?
2: Oh my winner! Oh dude, come on! It's Beanie's son's birthday party when yeah. Frank the Tank gets hit with the tranquilizer, <laughs> and he dude and he runs the birthday party, dude. Especially when my when he when you see Frank going towards the the, the table. And his hand pushes the kid's head out yes. of the way. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> it's so hilarious. Again, genius physical comedy by Todd Phillips. Just the way the hand pushes the kid's head out of the way is fucking
1: hilarious. Well, No, that is my winner as well, Warren. We're, we're matching up there. So, yeah, matched up with you on Runner Up. Warren with the winner. Again?
4: What? Did we just become best friends? Yep. <laughs> hey, hey. Be careful with that. That's the most powerful Trank gun on the market. Huh, got her in Mexico. Cool. Yeah, it is cool. They say it can puncture the skin of a rhino from a... (laughs)
3: Ow! Oh! Oh!
4: Yes! That's awesome! What? You just took one in the jugular, man! (laughs) Ha! Whoa! Yes! (laughs) Oh my god.
2: Oh my god, I did. Is this bad? Is this bad? You should
4: pull that out. That shit is not cool. Wait.
3: Wait. Pull one out.
4: The dart, man. Got a fucking dart in your neck. You're crazy. You're crazy, man. You're
1: crazy. I like you, but you're crazy. (laughs) I feel tired. But I love it. You know, he goes in the pool and get you know, kicking the, the Simon <laughs> dog yeah but, but he pulls him out, and, and Sean William Scott's character another great cameo. Like gives him mouth to mouth, he starts oh, yeah. making out <laughs> with, him. he pushes him back in the pool. <laughs> you know, I, I never,
0: or I, I never really noticed until this time watching. But like when he has that little dream sequence with his wife, and she gives him that that strawberry, you can hear him chewing and swallowing. <laughs> it's like <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> he doing? Uh, it it actually really actually had that. As, as an honorable mention, that, that was a is a good
1: thing. That's good. That's good. Um, did you have any other honorable mentions you want to you wanna throw, your, throw in?
0: I do. At the wedding reception, uh, the Dan Band playing uh, Totally Close. I had that. Because oh. I mean, I fucking dare you to sing that song to yourself and not say. Not hear the Dan, <laughs> Dan Band. And, and not hear the Dan Band sing. I, I
2: fucking need you more than, than ever. ever. <laughs> Every now and then I get a little bit terrified. I see the fucking look in your eyes. Your eyes.
4: Now and then I
2: fall apart. also funny enough we mentioned hangover that band hangover, makes an appearance yeah. in the hangover yep. as well
1: they do at the yep. end yeah uh, Alright, uh, any other honorable mentions that you want to, I mean, I, I'm opening open I've the got door. And cry, open the, I've, got, I've got one. I've got one left. Not you, Warren. Shut the fuck up. <laughs>
0: Ass. A.D. Dick when he oh. did his uh, BJ class. <laughs> <laughs> okay.
2: Don't forget the stepchildren. Don't forget the stepchildren. <laughs> Who's
0: hungry? Oh,
3: come on. Is this guy for real? Yeah, he's fine. He's good. He's the best there is.
4: Okay, ladies, our thumbs are down, our wrists are flexed, and we're going to position ourselves for insertion. Ready? Do it. Mm -hmm. Good, Marissa. You can use a little teeth, but you don't want to be a biter. Now you're going to do the work, ladies. These carrots are not going to ejaculate themselves. Get into it. Very good. Very good. 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 Not so good. Please, what are you doing? You're not Romulus sucking on the teeth of the mother wolf, if you know your Greek mythology. Ladies, we are getting head here. We're not breastfeeding from a mythological beast. (laughs) Oh, that's funny to you? Because you won't be laughing when somebody prematurely pops in your face. It stinks. And that is now why I have a lazy eye. Thank you very much. Continue, please, continue. Up and in. And mind the stepchildren. Mind the stepchildren.
1: Hilarious. (laughs) Um, Sound advice. Uh, All right, Warren, honorable mentions. What you got? No,
2: they always, you know, uh, there's a, so we talked about Patrick Warburton a couple episodes ago, Rules of Engagement, great sitcom, under, under talk about underappreciated. Uh, but there's an episode where they have a bachelorette party and Patrick Warburton comes home and there's the, from the bachelorette party, there's a cake in the fridge left over and it's in the shape of a, of a dick. And he goes to get some because, you know, he wants some cake. And he, he goes to look at it and he goes, wow, even in cake form you ignore those Uh, because no one ate the balls. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So stepchildren get ignored. Uh, Great scene. I only have one honorable mention though, um, because we've, We've referenced all the other ones, uh, Mitch Palooza. It's Beanie Son's birthday party again, but this scene because that's a kind of long sequence. But this scene is when Frank is giving the uh, his his uh, uh, Beanie Son the the birthday present, and it's the recycled <laughs> gift that he tried that, that, that Mitch gave him, and then he that tried to give Mitch out. when he moved into the house, and then he keeps it, <laughs> and then even how Will Ferrell goes, Oh shit, and he yeah. just gets up and walks away. <laughs>
0: It's <laughs> fun, even to that, just just shaking his head out of his grate. <laughs> he's he's like, that's he's a like you fucking idiot.
1: <laughs> I think Frank's more excited about getting this gift than you are. See, so, it has, oh, it has three
0: speeds.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
1: How are you doing, bud? What a day. I guess we could open just Uncle Frank's, but we gotta wait for the others, all right? I, I don't want know this to who's start over. Okay, Frank man? or Max? <laughs> Rip it up. Go at it, bear. What is it? <laughs> what could it be? Could it be a spaceship? yeah Let's see what we got. Yay! Fun, fun.
4: Yay! What do you think, Max? Huh? It's
1: got three speeds. Damn it. That is a good gag. Um, I, I also only had one other one, uh, and, and that was, I can't believe y'all didn't talk about it. Um, I look at this scene, it's almost akin to the uh, Billy Madison scene where he's trying to, like, grad, like pass uh, with enough knowledge to pass high school or whatever. Um, and, and he, and they, they ask him the question about like, you know, the economy or something and he gives the dumbest answer of all time. And that's just the, the, the person's like the, 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 or the proctor or whatever is like, um, yeah, no, no, this is from, from, yeah. From, uh, Billy Madison that was oh, like, that yeah. was the dumbest oh, thing yeah, okay. I've ever heard. And we're all stupid for having heard it. This is like the antithesis of that where Frank blacks out during the debate and just delivers the, you know. The, the best answer of all time to James Carville. But I, that that scene, though, is just, uh, I, I don't know. Now yeah, the
2: best that. part, you forget that he, specifically the best part is when he gets done, the way he just kind of collapses, like he's got nothing <laughs> yes, left.
1: Like, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> it's hilarious. Like, what happened? <laughs> Man, no, I'm including that, but, you know, that's how you debate.
2: No, but I mean, specifically the way he kind of just, like, he, like, almost loses his posture. Like, he almost collapses when he gets done yeah. talking. It,
1: it's, it's, it's a great, great moment yeah. of physical comedy. Yeah, again,
2: well-directed by Todd Phillips.
4: Topic number one, <clears throat> what is your position on the role of government in supporting innovation in the field of biotechnology?
3: Well, Dean, I'm, I'm glad
4: that you asked that uh, question. Actually, I'd like to jump in and take that one, Jimmy, if you don't mind. I think we're done.
1: Have at it, horse.
0: Recent research has shown that empirical evidence for globalization of corporate innovation is very limited. And as a corollary, the market for technologies is shrinking. As a world leader, it's important for America to provide systematic research grants for our scientists. I believe strongly that there will always be a need for us to have a well-articulated innovation policy with emphasis on human resource development. Thank you.
3: <sighs>
4: <clears throat> what, that- what happened? I That was interesting.
1: (laughs) All right. uh, We'll shift to our best lines back to you, EL. And I'm going to just go ahead and say, as funny as this movie is, as many great scenes as it has, it's not insanely quotable.
0: 100% agree with you there. Uh, I was like, before watching it again, I'm like, there's not a ton of like, there's not jump out at you lines in in it. But I do think there are some at by number two. I have, of
3: course.
1: Uh, Okay, so that's going to tie even into your runner-up for best scene. Those are going to kind of go hand-in-hand there. Okay. It is, and that that happens sometimes. You get a great line from a scene. So, okay. Um, All right, runner-up for me is, uh, Warren talked about it earlier, but I think it's just because I can relate to it so much as a dad. When Frank talks about how he's going to spend his Saturday, <laughs> he's just like, oh, we're going to Home Depot. <laughs> you know, this or that. Bed Bath & if we have time, you know. Um, just that uh, is very relatable.
0: Yeah.
4: Besides, I got a big day tomorrow. But, but you guys have a great time. A big day? Doing what? Well,
1: um, actually, pretty nice little Saturday. We're, uh, we're going to go to Home Depot. Yeah, buy some wallpaper. Maybe get some flooring stuff like that maybe bed bath and beyond
4: i don't know i don't know if we'll have enough time <laughs>
1: he's trying to tell this to college kids like shut up yeah. dude. just take the beer bong come on man <laughs> i feel like you're him and i'm
2: the college kid right now you domesticated <laughs> creatures
1: maybe as i sip my bourbon as right here yeah anyway I'm still pretty primitive <sighs> all right warren what is your um what's your run out for best line uh my runner-up is uh, you're my
2: boy, Blue.
3: You're my boy, Blue.
2: That's your runner-up.
1: Oh, you fucked up, man. That's 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 terrible. Terrible. Well, I
2: actually had it as my winner. I just changed it now because I love my runner-up so much. I got to make it. All right, well, winner.
1: what's okay? All right. So what's so okay? So that is your runner-up. Is your you're, you're my boy. Blue. that was my winner for best. Yeah, I had it
2: as my winner because uh, that is the most quotable one. But I, I personally just love this monologue so much. I got. I feel like it's. To be truly my personal favorite. Hey, before
1: before you say that, Eo, does that your winner too? It's not. It's my, not my winner. You're you're my boy. Blue is not your winner.
0: It, it's not my winner. It's an honorable mention for sure. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Okay. I, the I'm, triple I'm, matchup.
2: I'm, Phil was gonna okay. freak out if yeah. I fucked up the triple matchup. Wow. So It doesn't well, matter that, now. Take a break. Well, it doesn't
1: matter. I take. Okay. Well, that's my winner. You're my boy. Blue. Okay. Eo, what's your winner?
0: My winner is the line from the movie that I've said more than "You're my boy, blue." Mm. And I, I'm not sure how many times you, you've heard me crack open a beer, drink it, and then say, "Once it hits your lips, it's so good."
1: That 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 was a strong honorable mention for me. But yeah.
2: <laughs> so yeah, it's the, so it's the Frank the Tank. It's uh, fill it up again, and once it hits your lips, it's so good. That whole uh, bit.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That that um, and I will always agree that you know the, the lines with the highest usage rate even if they're the maybe not the most you know on a list is the most the best line from the film if you say it the most and if you've used it in real life the most it earns a spot yeah uh, as your winner so i like that good good yeah that, that that's a strong line very good all right warren you, you hyped this one up it's, you know, it's so good i didn't want to use this as my runner up what's your winner
2: I'm winning for Best Line. I, I said it earlier, man, and you know, Beanie's my guy. It's when he's uh, his monologue, where he's like, Look, Mitch, I own six speaker cities. I'm worth $3.5 million that the government knows about, okay? Uh, it, it's, it's the whole monologue there is yeah. just fucking hilarious. It's got to be my personal winner.
4: So what else have you got planned? Like a student band or something?
2: Yeah. Yeah, that's it. I got a student alt-rock band coming on stage next. <laughs> Mitch, I own six speaker cities. Yeah. I'm worth $3.5 million that the government knows about. I got more electronics up there than a damn KISS concert. You think I'm gonna roll off that kind of red carpet for a fucking
0: marching band? Just make sure you can see the stage. I'm gonna have a college alt band playing.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, college alt band, yeah. It's it's good, but I mean, does it is it really like a winner? to Oh shut the f- hey, hey, okay. to each his own,
0: man. What are you? Come on. <laughs> all right, all right. All right,
1: I had a couple honorable mentions here. One, the once it hits your hits your lips, it's so good.
2: Yeah, mine too. Uh, yeah, it was an and, and
1: then the only other one that I had here um, is uh, the Todd Phillips uh, cameo. Hello. Yeah.
0: I'm here for the gangbang. Yep.
1: Nice. El, uh-huh. right, e- uh, what honorable mentions for you?
0: I had one from, from Beansy when he was talking to Mitch about, about them just doing the whole fraternity thing when he says... You know, I, the thing
2: that's frustrating is I don't think you appreciate everything I've done for you here. I mean, hello. For me. Yeah. For you. What, you think <laughs> I like Thank avoiding you. my wife and kids to hang out with 19-year-old girls all day? Yeah, I do. <laughs> <laughs> <It's>, uh, yeah. <laughs> hey when the chips are down though and he has an opportunity he actually is a good guy beanie doesn't That's do true. it he does. so he just yeah. likes the idea he's not he's harmless he's not really going to do anything well, can,
1: can you leave me your number in case something happens to my wife yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, it, no. you know
0: in, in my innocent mind uh when she like inhaled in on that on that balloon i'm like why is her voice high because i just love they were like she would or something
2: yeah <laughs> Dude, well, you knows? guys, its for a movie that's not that quotable, you guys miss one of the great quotes. You guys just let it fly right under the radar. I can't believe this. It's Bob Blue, and he just and he goes,
4: Just ring the fucking bell,
2: you fancy. That's pretty Dude, good. come on, dude. How do you guys forget that?
0: That was my also honorable mention in his last words. Yes. His last words. His yeah. last words.
1: He okay. didn't let it slide. You just cut him off too early. <laughs> so there you go. So rude, Warren. Come on, man. I mean, oh, shut up. <laughs> It's the only one I have left. You guys are, my
2: honorable mentions are dropping like flies. You guys said them all.
1: <laughs> Moving on to Judge Bob's recasting court, where EL, Warren, and myself will attempt to recast the film with today's stars. All rise for the honorable Judge Bob presiding. Gentlemen, you may be seated. Recasting court is
4: in session. Good to see you guys.
1: Good to see you. I mean, Good you haven't see seen you uh, El since uh, since he beat you in that round of golf a few months ago. I know. No, I know.
4: <laughs> El El Capitan. Um, great news, El. I don't know if they um, if your agent gave you the proper paperwork coming into this, but we set the bar really, really low on these. He, he's listened so before. He
1: knows how much we suck. Complete ass at this. Whole, yeah,
4: yeah. Expectations whole are not high. And, right. you know, you, you came on a good night because I'm actually um, – I'm judging, not recasting, and I'm undefeated. So uh, Here we go. You know, you no, have I, an actual – There it you is. You have an odd to win there it here. Is. So, yeah. Okay. Yeah.
2: Unreal. Love this movie. Never guessing um, as a can- contestant again.
1: <laughs> we should just <laughs> so he loses movie. and we
2: can end the undefeated talk. The,
1: well, the thing is, is when he is judging and competing, it's a little biased, but anyway – Flawed setup.
4: Flawed setup. Love this movie. Hate your recastings. Cannot wait to get into this one. Tonight, we're going to hear recastings for Pritchard, Cheese, Nicole, Frank, Beanie, and Mitch. E.L., let's get this thing started off with you, my man. Who do you have cast for Dean Pritchard?
0: uh, For Dean Pritchard, I have someone we know as a nerd who I think could grow up may, maybe just pissed off at, at the world but mostly mean uh i have christopher mitts
1: oh yes it probably fits the nerd role the cheese role more than jeremy piven did i mean you see him and he doesn't really come off as a nerd in the film
0: yeah he definitely looks like someone who would be locked into a dumpster uh yes <laughs> no, but <laughs> <laughs> piven's,
2: piven's Play with Pritchard was kind of a take on the PCU character being a little older. You you, you make that connection if you've seen PCU, for sure. Yeah,
1: PCU's good. It's a good movie. Yeah, yeah. I, I get it, but like, I mean, it, Piven did it well. But I like the Mince Plass because like he would hold a grudge, uh, like a you know a, a lifelong grudge against those guys. Yeah. Definitely. It's like a That's year before so entourage. That, 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 you go Mince Plass, he's got to
4: wear the vest, and they got to call him Fogle. I mean, <laughs> no, I
2: mean, <laughs> call him, him
1: Fogel <laughs> Dean McLovin.
4: <sighs>
2: McLovin.
1: All right.
4: Not bad.
2: Warren, who do you have cast here? Oh, I didn't swing for the fences with McLovin as my Pritchard, but, uh, look, I Dean Pritchard, McLovin. yeah, <clears throat> look, but he's a Swarmy character, and this actor I thought of has all the range. Every time I see him in something, he impresses me with the different types of characters he can play. Most recently, I saw him in Menu. Oh, I didn't know he could play a character like that. He just continues to blow me away every time he plays something different. And if Nicholas Holt was going to do a comedy, it would be this kind of character. Nicholas Holt mm-hmm. is my Dean Pritchard.
1: Okay. I mean, I guess he's done comedy before. Rinfeld. I haven't watched it yet. But that's I a haven't either. I kind of want to see it. Comedy. He looks – that, that looks
2: – that looks enjoyable.
1: Have you seen that yet? He yelled – Come on,
2: Nicholas Cage is a Dracula? Come on. is a vampire? I, I haven't yet, no. Okay.
1: Yeah, um, it, it so it's, I think that one has some comedic, comedic elements. I almost had Nicholas Holt as Mitch. I had him penciled down for Mitch. I, I but I, I, I like. I can see where you're coming from, Warren. I don't. I don't hate that. Um, it's pretty good. Pretty good.
0: I, I think he, he has more of an evil look than a nerd look. <laughs> <laughs> well,
1: Pritchard's uh, evil. Pritchard is evil. Yeah, so. he is evil. He
0: is yeah, like I have connections at Stanford. I'll
2: if you pull their uh, their uh, what is it the permit the temporary uh, permit they have. Yeah. to
4: be a
1: fraternity. Um, well, even Vince Plas he was evil in uh, the Kick Ass movies. He played a pretty dark character there, so
4: he doesn't get enough mention for uh, for things. I'm glad you brought him
1: into the uh, the
4: recasting world. I,
1: I think that's the first time we've. used I was going to say ever.
4: Phil go resident nerd on us. Is this the first time that uh, Vince Plas gets dropped on the uh, the pod.
1: But maybe I'll have to look into it. Fucking
2: replay way. values, Adam Schefter. You don't have the stat <laughs> sheet right there.
1: Uh, I mean, I can pull it. Need some new blood Let's... to bring him in. God, nope, never,
4: we've memorized. never used him
1: before. This is the first oh, time.
4: Wow. You're losing your touch, Rain, man. It took a little long for you to get to the statistic. Uh, uh, well, the I had st- to pull up the, the Excel
1: sheet, okay? Yeah. God. Yes, I know. Um, although my first... Watch um, your fastball.
4: Shit.
1: Yeah, my Pritchard is also a first for the pod. We've never used this actor either. Either I, I, I love him in this role. I just saw him in... Um, I mean, he's been in a lot, but I just saw him in uh, the, the the Chippendales show, uh, where he he played like the owner, creator, founder of Chippendales, mm-hmm. uh, Kamail Nanjiani, and he, he I I could see him as that just angsty, spiteful Dean Pritchard character, maybe a little old. He I think you know he he's in his mid forties, but I think that yeah, can...
2: doesn't work because all these guys are thirty something. And here's I the know. thing: the actors have to be, he Pritchard has to be the same age as our three leads because he went to school with them.
1: Are yeah, pretty close he could, to that he, would, he, he he can play a little younger i think or but, a little yeah, older I, a little older but anyway that's that was my uh, pritchard i like that 14 years you know, older jesus
0: I, I i do i do like him because in silicon valley he does play an angry spiteful man
1: <laughs> <laughs> yes he, he plays it well he plays it well how
4: are you a dean of a university in your early 30s and he's a little brother to the guys that they went to school with.
2: Yeah, Jeez. but Piven was older. Yeah, but Piven was older than Didn't
1: we lock you in a locker? Yeah. P- Piven was the <laughs> oldest
2: <laughs> actor in the cast though. So. Yeah,
1: I don't I, which I don't understand because he does seem like those guys are just breaking 30 or early mid 30s at the most and it's like he's already a dean. Yeah, that does
4: seem. And yeah. I think we best. remake this movie. We're using an older cast and don't worry, I'll hit on that again later because okay. I got to tell you. I I like where you went on uh on this one Phil. Uh, Kumal Nanjani is a great casting yes. for Dean Pritchard. Thank you.
1: I mean if you stick with the age of the original. Okay, I like the all right, class, okay. Let's
4: uh, let's go. Uh, fucking I, I had Neil Patrick uh, Harris penciled in. Just want to throw an MPH reference out there.
1: I like NPH for this. That's pretty good. Yeah. Dude, it, it's oh, a story wait, of 30 somethings.
2: I just, they feel like you have to
4: work well, with the, the under, out, you have to work Warren, with the under cares? 35 crowd. It, it, there's listen, this is all impossible for these guys to be in their early 30s. It really they, is. I mean, it's,
2: it's, if it's made today. Physically they're in impossible oh yeah. Oh yeah. Well, I look, yeah. look, 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 I own six speaker cities and we're $3. <laughs> three and a half million dollars of the government knows <laughs> exactly. about. Okay. Now, but when I tell you,
1: I think we know who Warren recasted as Beanie himself. Okay. I would definitely, come
2: on, come on. I'd be a great, I, I that Vince Vaughn—that's big shoes to fill—but I, I think it's definitely in uh, my archetype for sure.
0: When I was doing this, I'm, I'm a little embarrassed to say I did have to Google actors in their thirties. Yeah, yeah, no, uh, we
2: dude, uh, don't look listen, through my Google search history because really, it's, it's
1: terrible. Especially when we do we kid do like movies, it looks so bad. To, it looks so bad.
2: Like it's, it's, it's yeah. People Top are,
1: actresses under twenty. Yeah, like,
4: yeah. <laughs> as a as a grown man. At the age of forty, I take personal offense that these guys are supposed to be in their thirties, and the name of the movie is "Old School."
1: (laughs) Old School, yeah,
4: it's. I do. All right, Phil, keep it rolling. Who do you have cast as Nicole?
1: Nicole, actually, I'm gonna be honest. I struggled with this one, and and Mm. I mean, my pick I feel like is okay, but this is kind of a. As much as I hate to say, this is kind of a nothing character. Doesn't pack. Pass what the, the fuck is test. going
2: on with her? I mean, we could have a whole podcast about why she keeps coming back around to Mitch. I don't understand. Nobody. Yeah, it's it's a poorly written character. Yeah, very very much so. Doesn't
1: pass the Bechtel test here. Um, so I did want to bring an actor in that could uh, add something to the role, be just kind of a you know a ray of light on the screen. I went with Amelia Clark. Mother of Dragons, Khaleesi, from uh, most notably from Game of Thrones, but I think she'd be good in the role. But again, I I, I will admit I struggled with this uh, this role. All right, Warren, who do you have cast here? A ringing endorsement. <laughs> Just <leave> it on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's pretty bad, man. Uh, I'm not even gonna. <laughs> I, mean, I, the, I, the, I like her, the, but
2: I'm not even gonna say anything. It's so terribly. Bad. Yeah. But I, you know, again, I, the in my mind though, bad. it's so it's such a like you said, it's such a one dimensional character. It's really it's hard to recast. I, don't, I I think my recasting would bring a little bit of life to it, uh, and, and certainly not that Ellen Pompeo didn't. She's great. No, she did good you know, with what was about there. She's to be one of the biggest TV there, yeah. stars in the next two years when she gets a Grey's Anatomy, uh, just right yeah. before that. And she was so young in this movie, it's almost like you don't recognize her. She's like a kid in old school from the Grey's Anatomy we know. Yeah. Um, my Nicole, Shailene Woodley. She has a sensibility to her, a vulnerability. <laughs> That's a loss. Nah, man, I, I think that uh, because <laughs> I of know. how poorly written the character is, I think there's those moments where she does connect with them or, or try to. And I think Shailene Woodley <laughs> would really be able to pull that off.
1: Bob, Bob, Bob is not going to give you that one. Sorry, man. I remember the 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 one and only time we used Shailene Woodley in this show i got because he likes he's a uh, he's an
2: aaron Rodgers fan and he's uh he's team rogers that's why
1: yeah i feel like you're about to get your first win here buddy. <laughs> oh man
0: i'm so excited <laughs> like i said
1: the bar is very low very low man. very low <laughs> <laughs> we just got a bad idea you know, just lobbed a softball at you all right knock it out of the
4: park yeah what do we got here for nicole casting
0: all right well i i've also had a hard time with this one and i thought that uh this actress could bring also bring a little bit of light to it. Uh, I said Bree Larson.
1: Now that's actually pretty good. I do like that. She did this in twenty one jump
2: street, so I don't you're gonna have her do it again.
1: Oh uh, okay. So there but you go. But I mean I, I mean it's, is it's, an there's, Oscar there's, there's winner gonna there's, there's, revisit
2: the playing the same thing? Come
1: on. Oh yeah. For a minor character like this it'd be I mean there was a oh, yeah. there's a it's, ton it's, of big fun. names in this film. I don't, that I don't think you're getting her
2: for ones.
4: this.
1: Fucking Oscar winner for best actress. I don't know. I,
4: I can't I there's a there's a, just a cute factor of Amelia Clark that I think would bring exactly oh, what this Jesus character Christ. needs, which is just the sparkle.
1: What Amelia the? Clark is going to take shocked. this. I'm shocked. I'm mm-hmm. shocked. I got that over Brie Larson. I thought that was. Who would you have in that role, Bob? Did you have one in for this for Nicole? No.
4: No, I, I, I um, uh, I did not recast Nicole. I got so excited about my Frank Beanie Mitch and Pritchard. Okay, so well, yeah.
2: Did. See, our judge. This is the problem. Instead of actually like qualifying himself with information to make sound decisions because he knows who the actors are used, he actually <laughs> recasted himself. Has some sick game he plays where he wins every recasting, even though he's the fucking judge. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, he's like, he's like, I didn't cast Nicole because I didn't need her to win. I think my MPH is solid. I like my Frank Beanie and Mitch triumvirate here. That's Clearly, solid. he just needs to
4: be an alternate competitor. There's a reason I chose to be a judge in a small town. There All right. There go. Uh, All right. <laughs> All right.
1: Um, Phil,
4: who do you have cast? It's Frank the Tank, man. Come on.
1: Don't disappoint me. Real quick. Did we establish a tiebreaker yet? Do we know who that is? Yeah. Is it Frank? No. Who is it?
4: It's Mitch.
1: It's I, I'm it's a Mitch guy. Okay. You know, it's, You're Mitch guy. You, I'm you, a Mitch that, guy. That makes sense. That yeah. checks out. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Frank the Tank, massive shoes to fill. Uh, as we talked about earlier, this film, 2003, this launched Will Ferrell's career post-SNL. Um, so uh, you, you got to have a party guy, somebody that can, you know, really you know, be there for the laughs and, and carry a scene, a comedic scene like this. Went with Adam Devine as my Frank the Tank. And I love uh, that guy.
0: I like that. I, I almost did uh, basically Workaholics old school.
1: <laughs> that would have worked though. I mean, it would I, have I, worked. Yeah. I I, I I know you love that show. We've talked about the Workaholics before, and I just recently watched it the, just from beginning to end for the first time a few years ago. And when when I when I you know knowing you were the guest and I was I thought about Adam Devine I was like. I wonder if El's going to pull a workaholics <laughs> here. So, did you or, or no? You you stayed away from that.
0: I, I stayed away. From oh, it. we would have had a match did, up. I, I Oh stay man, away from it. Yeah, sorry, bud. Us, at least on the Frank uh, character. Yeah,
4: let us in here. What what do we got for uh, for Frankie El?
0: I just heard of this guy probably I don't know last year at some point, and I got I know Phil and our buddy Corey that's been on on, on the show before. Yep, on with his uh, sketch show on Netflix. Uh. I have Tim Robinson. Oh, man,
1: that's another first. We never used him, but he that show. I think you should leave is if you never watched it on Netflix is hilarious. Um, The I mean, the first one you showed us the skit with the hot dog. (laughs) Random, you know, it's it's great. Uh, But it, it is. Just high quality sketch comedy there, so that that's good. I like him as Frank. That's he does good.
0: he does a really good just goofy guy. And on on my on my rewatching of of, of old school, I I didn't really realize that uh, that Will Ferrell had almost no just semi serious part or scene at all.
1: He's just kind of like and, he, and and Tim would play that like the oblivious parts of Frank's character. Like he's like, hey, you want to come back and. Put on the Cisco scene. Yes, on the Cisco <laughs> that's, that, that, that's like not that, being... <laughs> that,
0: thats the most serious, I think,
3: line. <laughs> but it's just
1: not has. being able to read the room at all. You know that. Yeah. No, the one moment good. he shows where he reads the uh,
2: room or the crowd, so to speak, is when Nicole is stopping by to speak to Mitch, and he's on the porch of the blow-up doll, and he goes, "Oh, hi."
0: And then he looks at it and he goes,
2: I'm just staying here for a while. I mean, it shows an awareness like he's getting, you know what I mean? Um, Yeah. So that's probably where he shows the, where he's the most aware through the whole movie.
4: All right, Warren, (laughs) break the tank. Who do we got here?
2: Break the tank. Um, This was probably, this is the hardest part to recast. How do you, I mean, filling Will Ferrell's shoes, very tough to do. You know, I, I had to pull, I had to look at the SNL crop of talent and, uh, this guy's hilarious. He has the talent, and it's, like I said, very tough to recast. But if someone, if anyone could pull it off, Bowen Yang hmm. is my uh, Frank, Frank the Tank. Bowen Yang. When you think of someone who could be that big, that loud, that outlandish, and and who is capable hmm. of pulling off some of the behaviors that Frank does – Bowen Yang's on the short list.
0: I like him in Norah from Queens.
1: I love him in Estonia. He's probably my, one of my favorite current cast members, if not my favorite. Um, very good. I totally I don't know. I just doesn't... I can't see him as Frank. I can't uh, see anybody with Will Ferrell as I love I love him, Frank. What, that's I mean, true. Fuck. I'll give you that. Yeah, I'll give you that. Yeah, that's true. That's, that's that's it's, it's really tough. Honorable Fill it up again!
0: <laughs> honorable
4: mentions here. Uh, Tastes so good. Are we Are we going to... We, we got we to gotta at least ahead, tip the cap to Pete Davidson, don't we? Oh, I've already used it. Use I him. mean, I guess he can. <laughs> yeah. Don't, yeah. <laughs> Don't we have to tip the hat? He's, but no, th- 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 you guys missed on this. Frank the Tank is Burt Kreischer, who is bigger
1: right now no, than dude, Bert freaking Kreischer. Burt Kreischer is fifty, man. He's like he's like in his fifties. You can't. I, everyone no, I recast is
4: in that age range. There's no way these guys are 30. I will stand on that hill and I will die. <laughs>
1: oh, okay. They
4: are 30 because there's
2: no way they're. Might be a little old. Yeah, there's no way they're. Getting the girls I'm telling they're you, getting. you,
1: you cannot write this movie with 30 year olds. There's no freaking now, way that it, it makes any sense. If you, if you do like old school part two or what, anyway, old school at age 50, let's say, and like they, they want to they rush a frat with their sons. Yeah, Burt Kreischer absolutely is great for this. Yeah, old school, the after but,
4: uh, years. Look, guys are having babies later. You know, the it's just part age. of okay.
1: it's the world. It's right. the way it you can't, goes. You can't, you can't do Kreischer yeah, for this one. stop. I, we're, we're making just, this movie today. Not, we're using him.
4: I'm just throwing it out there. It's already happened. Uh, but I got to tell you, I need somebody that can karate chop a bag of marshmallow cereal in an aisle you know there's just some things <laughs> he's back about baby. frank the tank that i i need out of my frank
1: adam divine wow it's
2: terrible yes Hate him. yes what? he goes to my this starbucks he's a douche
1: unexpected man yeah you know, I, re- I when you like i really loved your recastings i'm just I gonna say i like tim point. robinson Tim's this is really good.
2: Tim I like right. it that This word. is what that Philip word. does when he gets a big lead. He knows he's going to win. He just starts trying to make everyone <laughs> yeah. feel better. I was already saying Shut this the boy. fuck <laughs> up.
1: I like, I like, I love
4: Christopher mintz but the guy's 33. How is he the dean of a university?
1: They're, they're, I mean, I think he went with the age of the original. Yeah, I think yeah. We're recasting the age of the characters in the actual film, and you're just like, "Oh, that's not possible." I'm gonna okay, bump so, it up. And yeah, that's that's why th- recasting is yeah, challenging
2: because you have to do it a, in the confines of the character. Uh, it's
1: tough, but I'm winning, so I'm not complaining.
4: How do we have a guy that is a dean of a university that is the younger brother of the guys that are in the fraternity?
1: How how is that guy
4: 33? My math. 30 I got an idea.
2: Why don't you get on Twitter it, it, and give a shout movie. out to Todd Phillips and to see if he gives a fuck? Okay.
1: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Because we <laughs> don't have the answer, he he he's an overachiever. Oh, I got it. Right? You know what? Let me give a
2: call and just get him on the podcast real quick. Hold on a second. Let
4: me call. Let me call Tom. I wish you would call T Dog. I'd love to know how he got these ages right. So this is um this is a character that I fully anticipate. Um, no matter how it goes, Warren is going to spin off the rails. So Warren, you go first. <laughs> Who is your oh, beanie? Okay. <laughs> yeah, well, well,
2: well, 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 well. Uh, look, I've only recasted myself once <laughs> in the history of the show. He has just because I had true. to get myself into the show somehow. I mean, I got to be in the uh, the Phil stat sheet somewhere, right? Give me my thumbprint. Do you remember in the what universe. role you
1: recasted yourself in? I know it.
2: Uh, yeah, the guy from Airplane. Yep. Um, oh, I thought
1: it was Batman because okay. he was an unknown.
2: I mean, that's the, that's really the only chance I got. Uh, and I have no chance of getting Beanie. A studio isn't even testing me for this. I, I'm going to play the guy that sells him something uh, for who's in a scene or two tops, like playing a lawyer. Uh, <laughs> I'm not getting this part right now, so
4: I'm not you know in. You are. If for... They redo. This is your beanies. Number one sales employee. that's trying to rush the fraternity and he keeps fucking telling you to go away. <laughs> yeah, I actually know.
2: Actually, the guy who's in all of beanie uh, beanies commercials. I know that guy I have worked with. Oh, him. He's really? a really? Nice. That's guy. Awesome. Yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah, that he's very, cool. very, very nice guy. Uh, he, is like 45 he still looks that age god doesn't really? age crazy yeah he looks amazing don't tell bob that um, i don't
1: want to put him in the film again he's 45 oh, just
2: just wait it gets worse uh, his name's jesse hyman uh, <laughs> i've uh, worked on set with him really nice guy he got some commercials from this but he's still in the industry still working uh if you work on a show or a, a movie you might see him okay great, Warren, great it's on story. You, you that know. is a great yeah, story a cool story bro yeah. Um, well, no, I. Uh, I'm just. That's who he is. I just. You're vamping uh,
1: here. It's it's on you. Tell us who your beanie is. Come on, man. You're, you're killing time. <sighs>
2: uh, well, I really wanted to go with me, but it's just not happening. Uh, Aaron Taylor Johnson. Ooh, interesting. Could pull this off if you think about the actors who can pull off the actions Vince Vaughn is doing. That Vince Vaughn made a fucking living ten years doing those same behaviors, playing that's himself, that version of himself, in all these movies. I, I think Aaron Taylor, Taylor Johnson would be terrific.
1: Uh, he could pull it off. Charisma, the arrogance. Yeah, right.
0: I, I another uh, another ass alum. I'm another
1: kick-ass alum. That's right. Good, good, good. Pull, yell. Uh, no, I like that.
4: I el. Who do you have cast here as being...
0: My criteria for for Beanie was to be as as tall and could talk as fast as Vince Vaughn, and also have the same square head. I said Miles Teller, <laughs>
1: same square head, Miles Teller. That's good too, though. I think you know that low key that is actually mm, pretty good.
2: I don't know if he's pulling off the fast talking dialogue that uh, you know. I mean, literally everything Beanie Beanie says is fucking hilarious. Like he, no one earmuffs. Like that one thing yeah. he says. Is that uh, so could
1: do it. and plus you're pulling in a uh, Todd Phillips alumni, uh, a war, yes, war Dogs. yeah, war dogs, yeah. So I mean, uh, I, I, that's that interesting. I like that. All right, Phil. Um, yeah, I know. I mean, we've said all the qualifications for the character um, up to this point several times. I went with uh, Stranger Things alumni for me, Joe Keery, who played Steve Harrington, the hair uh, in Stranger <laughs> Things, got the charisma. I mean, you know, you could see him doing the fast talking. You know, I love them. I almost, I wanted to do Ben Schwartz, uh, who's John Ralphio in Parks and Recreation, uh, the voice of Sonic the Hedgehog. Hilarious guy. Um, that would have but, been a good uh, one, yeah. That's a good, but again, he's like in his, he's, he could be. He, he could play younger, I, I would say. I probably should have gone with him. But no, Joe Keery, is who I went with. So there's a blend. Okay. There's okay. a, bl- there's a blend here Okay. Of you need alpha
4: dog
0: mm. you
4: need riz god you need just you know successful riz god. millionaire riz you success. need like you got to have the high connections you got to uh-huh. have just a ton of things this character is all encompassing and for that reason in that reason alone i had to go with joel McHale. Again, why aren't you judging? Why are you going with your name?
2: (laughs) You're delusional. Like, (laughs) dude, you're supposed to judge which one's better. And instead, you're answering as if you're contesting. What is wrong with you? You're uh, you're in danger of getting the robe revoked. And again, this guess how guess a, how. A want
1: to guess how old Joel McHale is? He's fifty one. Okay, yeah, he can't. He's sure. fifty,
4: and Neil Patrick Harris is the same age too. You're gonna find a running theme. You're in gonna the have old We're gonna school. have
2: to. We're gonna. We're gonna have to go to the bar. <laughs> you're gonna lose your law license. This is. He's just, already done his, his
0: his role of, of an old man going back to college anyway. I know. I know. Um,
4: no, there's just too many there's too many alpha characteristics that I need out of this character. I'm gonna to have to tip the cap to Aaron Taylor Johnson on this okay. one. Oh, yeah, wow. wow,
1: El, not a good showing. for Your first. And this episode. is a horrible <laughs> use. At all. This is a
4: horrible use of ATJ. You guys, you got to get some alpha dogs in your arsenal here.
0: Oh. I mean, a, a guy who played a fighter pilot isn't isn't an alpha dog. Uh, yeah. uh, I don't see you're, Miles Teller as the, the alpha.
4: You're going down the wrong <laughs> alley. I am. That's why am, he's
2: Rooster, not Maverick.
4: The dancing monkey never wins on this podcast. Never. (laughs) The dancing monkey never wins. Every single movie is the same Freaking quirky, just God, that guy's cringe.
1: Where do you get he your cannot weed? be beat? I mean it's like what what do you I mean God. what are you talking about? I don't even know what he's talking Miles about. Miles Teller. <laughs> he's always doing this weird hip thrust thing. He's
4: just he's a he's a cringy, yeah, no quirky good, yeah. guy. It um, doesn't work for me. So,
1: sorry EL. Next up, next time you come on, I will send you the list of actors that will never win. Yeah, he,
2: he, uh, yeah listen, now, he does. also he also went from recasting his own to just having his own Dr. Phil episode where he <laughs> just rambles about Miles <laughs> Teller. Uh, 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 We just
1: need need to get you a mason jar full of sweet tea and (laughs) a rocking chair. Our judge has too much power. This park you outside a cracker barrel and let (laughs) you just go to town. All right.
4: Shot clock. Shot clock is up. Uh, This is our tiebreaker. Should we need one?
1: We don't need it. I've already won. Good good job. He doesn't even pay attention. (laughs) 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 <laughs> okay, I'm going to rip the
4: band aid off. My Mitch is Paul Rudd, damn it. Paul, God, no. Yes.
2: Yeah, I, I, Dude, I, I, yes. What are you They're doing? They're all
4: 50, because they should have been.
0: I knew that your 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 Mitch was going to be the age of my Mitch's dad, so. <laughs> <laughs> that checks the
1: Yeah. Checks
4: out. Yeah. Man, I'm showing
2: my age. Yeah, and giving one today. your name first. It's like, <clears throat> totally forget that you're the judge. Do you just forget that
4: you're the judge? You're like, well, they win. It's my turn. <laughs> it's like, what are you <laughs> He's
2: doing? Getting out
1: of the way.
4: Uh, I don't do it on every movie. This is just a really fun one, and you guys it fucked is. it up going with these 30-year-olds. It doesn't even make any sense. The whole fucking thing is just, what is it going that's, on? They can't be in their 30s.
0: But they were.
4: Oh. Yeah, they need to because they
1: still need to be young but enough to were. be <laughs> it's just like, it, That's how it is. <laughs> yeah.
4: If they were in their 30s, they'd still be bartenders, not freaking.
1: It, listen, it, it, was, it, was <sighs> back in, it was back in 2003 where if you were in your 30s, then you could actually have a dream and build a life. Not thirty to thirties in twenty twenty
0: three. You be a real estate lawyer at 30. <laughs> yeah, 30, yeah. You
1: can be a Real
4: estate lawyer at thirty. <laughs> yeah.
1: Not 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 in twenty twenty-three yeah. when you're still living with your parents at age thirty.
4: Listen, <laughs> man, if you get out of the military, you can probably still be in a fraternity at thirty. It's just too young. It doesn't even make sense. I don't I don't know. <laughs> Phil, doesn't even matter. Who do you have cast as Mitch?
1: Uh, you know, you gotta go with the straight man, someone who's uh really l- Play more non-comedic in a in a you know just raunchy comedy film. I uh, went with Jack Quaid uh, plays uh, in I would say most people would know him from The Boys, the boys. yeah, uh, main character in that. So uh, I think he'd be perfect for it.
2: Dennis Quaid's son. Yeah.
1: Dennis Quaid's son. Yeah.
2: All right, Warren. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, Phil. Just uh... yeah. What
1: you do you have?
2: What do you have? Cast is a... uh. My Mitch, look, uh, he is the the lead. Uh, Even how he acts, like, uh, if everyone, he has the most uh, sensibilities, kind of more hip and tuned in to other people's feelings and and certainly tries to do the right thing. He's the closest thing to the the hero we got in this movie. Uh, I went with Lakeith Stanfield as my Mitch. Hmm. Uh, He has that quality, and he does play. I mean, he's been great in studio leads before in comedies. Um, uh, he did one with Tessa Thompson. I'm forgetting dude, that the name. dude has really some great. freaking range,
1: um, man. He is so good.
2: He's got crazy range. Yeah. Uh, I love that. It, it can bounce back between drama and comedy so good. easily. Solid. Yeah, I think he'd be really good in it, and he'd be very believable as Mitch. That's that's why I went with it. I could see him, you know, kind of being in a tough spot like Mitch and his friends be, be, caring about him like they do. Kind of, you know, giving him another opportunity to uh, release him in the wild, uh, as he says.
0: What? <laughs> what? <laughs> um, I haven't seen the new season, but I'll do love him in uh, Atlanta.
4: Atlanta, yeah. El, who do you have cast as Mitch?
0: Dig Van Dyke. Age doesn't matter. Lovely. Well, <laughs> we have found a winner. No. <laughs> no um, I said uh, Dave Franco.
1: Dave Franco. Almost picked him. Almost had Dave Franco as my Mitch. Wow. She got it you got to understand
4: who Mitch is. Mitch is everyone's best friend, and no one Uh is Mitch's best friend. He is the ultimate glue guy. He's not the Mm. alpha in the group. But you don't have Beanie and Frank hanging out, inviting each other to go to the football game together. You have Beanie inviting Mitch. Mitch is the glue guy that brings everything together. Mm. Again, he's everyone's best friend and doesn't have a best friend. That's who Mitch is in life. I know this guy inside and out are you that guy you, i am that guy you are the glue <laughs> when <guy>. you understand <laughs> who mitch is the dave franco casting was fucking stellar good stellar. job el well done
0: oh man i might cry
4: i love the jack quaid in here but he's just not quite confident enough
1: mm, i got you no like I, your I,
4: mitch th- is still put together he's not the alpha but he's he's successful and he's got a shit. I, I should
1: have stuck with the day, Franco. That was pretty good, uh, Bob. Good. I do want to let you know you are you are the glue guy to our shit sandwich. So you know we, we love you. <laughs> I'm I'm Despite your Frank the Tank, say.
4: your beanie, and your Mitch tonight because I'm yeah. bringing the heat with Paul Rudd. I cannot believe you guys oh, are okay. casting Never mind.
1: I take it back. Jesus. Fuck you. Jesus, you you're
0: our Dean Pritchard right now. <laughs> you're, our
1: you're our cheese. Yeah, <laughs> we we'll throw you in a dumpster after this episode. I got out.
4: I am a golden god!
1: Recasting court is adjourned. All right, fan theory time.
2: There's a fan theory with a guess. There's a fan theory. You're such an asshole. Why would you do this to him? (laughs) EL, your first episode. I'm so sorry you have to go through this. I'm going to go get a snack, make a sandwich. I'm going to cut the. Yeah.
0: I'm I'm used to it. I'm used
1: to it. It's a fan theory with some logic to it. So um, the fan theory is that the frat did not really fail the competition that Dean Pritchard was full of shit and so if they would have just stood up and challenged the numbers they would have been fine because the math doesn't work out uh, if you think about it they had they're like well, what are we talking about how did we fail we had an 84 percent and he's like oh well you have someone else here on your charter uh blue who got all zeros and it dropped your score to 58 percent for there Underline to be
0: circle
1: right, exactly yeah for there to be, um, for one person, zeros to drop the score that much, they would have only, had, I think, had to have like three people total being scored with Blue being the fourth at a zero or something like that. Like, the math just, just does not work out for one person to drop the score 26% from an 84 to a 58. So the fan theory is that Dean Pritchard he knew that and was just trying to pull the fast one on them to get them to fail by whatever means necessary. But when they really could have just challenged the numbers and not had to, not had to worry about the whole blackmailing.
2: It was clear from the start that he was going to manipulate the outcome. I mean, he uh, went to no links. Uh, obviously, that's why he got fired. I mean, he, he uh, definitely crossed lines. About blackmailing a student? Oh, geez.
1: I mean, the fan theory doesn't really change the outcome other than that, like, it's just kind of surprising that they wouldn't say, hey, I want to see the backup on that because they've been so good with, and they even call it out how good they were so with the So, your fan paperwork.
2: theory, okay, so your fan theory isn't Pritchard's motivation because we all know he'd do whatever it takes. Your fan theory is that he fluffed the numbers. They didn't really fail. If they just would have redone the numbers, they would have found out they passed anyway.
1: Correct. Yep. How about that? Okay. Yeah.
2: Well, you know, if Dean wouldn't have let him pass, he'd still be Dean. Come on. Tell me I'm wrong. Once again, a pretty weak fucking fan theory. Uh, make it a case to just
0: uh, get rid of this. Uh, no, we're not.
1: It's not happening. I'll, I'll try to base it around some logic this time, just for you.
0: i say, is there is there not one with uh, Todd Phillips' creepy character not being the same guy that's, uh, that's in the Hangover? Hangover?
1: <laughs> <laughs> that
2: could be. And we'll close out the episode discussing the legacy of old school. Well... You know, usually we talk about a franchise. Well, there isn't one with Old School. Uh, there was a potential sequel, but it was canceled. It was going to be called Old School Deuce? Dose? Oh, Old School Dose. Dose. School deuce. Dose. Dose. Deuce. Deuce, I thought they, might, dose. They, they Double Deuce. Double Deuce? Dose? D-O-S. Old School Dose.
1: <laughs> Jesus, come uh, on.
2: Old School Dose. Uh, it was going to be a spring break trip. That was going to be the narrative. The uh, guys uh, go on a... Trip, but uh, the stars rejected it. That being Will Ferrell, Vince Vaughn, and uh, Luke Wilson, uh, just because they felt it ultimately it was repetitive. They were kind of replaying the uh, the, the same beats, the same uh, mm-hmm. hits uh, from the original. Probably
1: a good move. Uh, yeah, probably a good move. I agree. L, um, there's. I mean, if you're going to do something new. I get it, but uh, it just, I don't think, I don't it's, think it's
2: over, man. Now, nowadays, they could have an old school, like even with them now. And I, I still think it's not off the table because it's such a hit.
1: We talked about this earlier. You know, Bob was. you made a
2: Blade Runner too, man. Anything's possible.
1: Bob, the judge, was so intent on saying these guys should be 40, 50. It doesn't make sense they were 30. You do that now, 20 years later. The guys are in their 50s, their kids are rushing and they're going into this college. And they need some help. They've got a conflict with the dean. They gotta. They gotta bring in. They gotta. You know, muster. It's a family effort to get a fraternity up and, and going to to for their kids. So it's across. It's a multi generational old school story. That's what you do. That's what you do. That's my pitch. <laughs>
0: And and, and who's the dean? It's Dean Pritchard. It's Dean Pritchard again, (laughs)
1: baby. (laughs) Uh, uh, He's got
2: his job back. God, I'm glad you're. No, he's dead, actually. He's dead. He 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 dies. Yeah, I was going to say he died. It's his (laughs) son
1: uh, back You love the end credits,
2: Phil. What are you talking about? I'm the one that skips the end credits, but I. Dude, I'm glad I didn't miss these. Uh, Spoofs and references. We typically. Uh, when we talk about a movie, we'll mention movies that have spoofed this film uh, to, to reflect its impact. So with this movie, I think it's more fun to look at the movies that this movie spoofs, right? Mm-hmm. They kind of flip right. the script a little bit, mm-hmm. flip the tables. So uh, this movie uh, spoofs and references The Graduate, The Godfather, Star Wars, uh, Chariots of Fire, Mallrats, Heat, Animal House. Uh, although not really directly, Animal House is just more of related with the genre. and Animal House being the godfather of the genre. But well, what was it like? Uh, we the
1: mud wrestling, but they changed it to like the KY jelly wrestling. It was like their own type of spin off of that. You know, instead of it, wasn't a direct copy, but it was like their version of something. It would, it's very much felt in the same vein of 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 that. Rushmore, Office Space, Fight Club, Shrek.
2: Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, Made, if you remember—that's like the unofficial uh, sequel to Swingers. I remember, yeah. Kind of like the Casino to uh, its Goodfellas. You're saying and that this uh,
1: movie, old school, referenced all those films. Yeah, it referenced or spoofed them. Yeah. Okay.
2: A lot of comedies do that—they'll reference or spoof other movies, or can especially or make lines Shrek? Or references to it. How did it do, Shrek? Yeah. Okay, I, dude, I'm listening here. You want a fucking goddamn? What am I? A goddamn <laughs> yeah, detective? I want a
1: four-page report on okay, my. Okay, I desk got by the by top Monday.
2: ones. So the the Godfather, Star Wars, well, uh, they yeah, reference the, the movies. Uh, you know, the Godfather, of course, they call Mitch okay, that. Whatever. Uh the the, the uh, Graduate is the music, the song from it, and then Chariots mm-hmm. of Fire. They have the theme song. So those are the top ones. The other ones, man, you do some fucking homework for a change. Okay, fine. Look, up, look it up
3: <laughs> yourself.
1: <laughs> Put it on me. Okay. Well, you talk about all those references and what inspired it. Um, I got to say that, you know, number one, we talked about this at the beginning of the episode. It did help revitalize the college comedy, road trip, old school, you know, many things that came after that. This was kind of the resurgence of those types of comedic films. So I do want to say this, put it out there, uh, Neil, we'll start with you again. What is your top five? And I'm gonna be loose with the, quali- the 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 range of this, but top five college comedies, frat comedies, you know these yeah. these types of films were that that definitely had a comeback during this time period.
0: Um, I have my top five. I think the order I really did is just by the most recent I've seen. Okay, uh, but recency uh,
1: bias—that's that—that that's a yeah. qualifier. Sure.
0: Number five would be uh, Revenge of the Nerds.
1: Oh, I love that. I love yeah. that film. I've seen it a
0: ton. It's 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 a great one. Uh no, number 4, American Pie 2.
1: Okay, that one was in college. The first yeah. one being high we school, the yeah.
0: The first one very briefly already, but then um Animal House, uh road trip in old school.
1: Okay. All right. I like that. Um I'm going to have number 5. You could call it it's call, it's based around college. This is again, this is very loose, very wide. Uh, qualifier here. Waterboy, Number five. Okay. okay. All right. Number four, animal house. Number three, revenge of the nerds. Number two, old school. Number one, if you've never seen it, DL great film. One, of, definitely my favorite college film. Uh, my dad showed it to me when I was probably in middle school, uh, real genius. With Val Real Kilmer. genius. Yeah, is I love it. Really fucking good. awesome movie. That it is oh, so good.
0: Man, if I remember that, I would, I would put that on there. I love man, that movie.
2: you brought in it. You made it too big with college. Okay, I oh, challenge myself. College is such a big genre. I mean, you can just go to dive into so many subgenres within that. And That's what I did. Okay, I went frat comedy. <laughs> oh, okay, college you narrowed comedy. You narrowed narrowed the, it down, man, making okay. it tough. Okay, so number five for me is Road Trip. Okay, number four is Neighbors. Number three is Van Wilder. And Wilder that's a good that's one that's good number that's two good. is Old School and number one is
1: the OG The Godfather Animal House Animal House Fair. okay yeah I, I, I mean definitely Animal House deserves a spot on the list but like you know I, I, I haven't seen it anywhere near as many times as I've seen oh seen I have other ones, I love so. Animal House dad, dad watched that a lot
0: did y'all notice that there wasn't a movie past like 2009 that that we said yeah you I'm can't not make sure, these types of sure comedies has, anymore no existed, yeah
1: well, it had a it right, had a resurgence. Good ones. Had a resurgence for like you know eight ten years, and then pff, it was gone again. You know.
2: Well, I mean, we had some great comedies in the two thousands, but most of them uh, there's been a lot of great ones by the directors. But I mean, most of them have been by the powerhouses, at least in the two thousands: Judd Apatow, Adam McKay, and um, Todd Phillips. You talk about the impact of this movie. Uh, how, you got to mention the frat pack. Right? Uh, oh, the yeah. highest grossing comedies, uh, these actors working together in the late 90s and 2000s. Uh, the, the Frat Pack consisted of Ben Stiller, Owen Wilson, Luke Wilson, Will Farrell, Steve Carell, Jack Black, Paul Rudd, and Vince Vaughn. Uh, Tropic Thunder, Old School, Dodgeball, Anchorman. is the one that had the most because of the, uh, remember the big news anchor battle yeah. between all those yeah. channels? <laughs> yeah, that, so that. that movie had the most <laughs> of them in it, but uh, it was just cameos. And then, yeah, man, one of my favorites, Wedding Crashers. So a lot of great comedies uh, w- with the frat pack uh, having a connection. And I think when you look at Old School, that kind of is what propelled the frat pack to prominence.
1: That's a good point. Yeah, I mean, these, I, they got their name for a reason. I, I mean, some of my favorite films have, have got that that group in there. Uh,
2: so, guys, double feature. I'll kick us off here. Uh, look, I tend to go with the director of filmography, so an easy one here for me would be Old School Hangover. But just sticking with the genre, if you want to do that, I'd go
1: uh, Animal House Old School. I think you can approach this three different ways. I think you can go, okay, are you sticking with Todd Phillips? Are you going to do Will Ferrell? Are you going to do uh, kind of the frat comedy type? Um, so I think you could do Hangover... Animal House. Uh, I went with the Will Ferrell. I like seeing that. It was between Anchorman and Talladega Nights. Ultimately, I did go Talladega Nights and Old School for me. Mm. So you go to Will Ferrell.
2: Mean, you can go Will Ferrell. You can go uh, Todd uh, Phillips. Uh, uh, or uh, Todd Phillips. Or. You can go the uh, the genre college, college uh, frat comedy. What about you, El?
0: Um, I actually went with Warren here. Uh, that's at Animal House and Old School. You've yep. betrayed yeah. me. Uh, yes. I'm sorry, you. bud. Sorry, bud. The, be- the, no, the, I, two, I, the two I,
2: best frat <laughs> movies, man. And two. It There really is. It's a one-two punch: the best modern one and the best old-school classic. I
1: know. I, 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 I totally understand that, guys. It's that's de- definitely you know you could easily watch these back to back. It's a, that would be a great double feature. you can. House. You get
2: out of there in like a little, less than the length of Avengers: Endgame. I mean, fucking, both of those are an hour and a half. And the Los Angeles Times summed it up best when they said, quote, The disconnect between what men say and what they do makes old school funnier than most of its gags, and it also invests the movie with curious pathos, unquote.
1: That is going to do it for this episode of Replay Value. Thank you so much for listening. The Replay Value podcast is hosted by me, Philip Reinerson, and my brother, Juan Paul. Our casting judge is Bob Thompson, and once again, El, thank you very much for coming on to guest. We'll we'll, we'll have you back for Hook or something in the near very near future. Man, this was
2: twenty thirty eight. This was
0: a lot more fun than than I thought it was going to be. So, thank you so much for. You're your welcome. Time.
2: You better be willing to do another movie other than Hook. Hook's going to be a <laughs> while, man. <laughs> All right. All right. We'll <laughs> have you back soon. The movie's got
1: issues. Uh, All episodes are produced, edited, and directed by Waldo Pickles Productions, and they are dedicated to our father, who we have to thank for our love of cinema. Please be sure to follow the podcast, and if you like what you hear, take the time to rate, review, and share with a friend. You can visit us on our website, replayvaluepod.com, and follow us on Twitter at replayvaluepod. We are available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. New episodes every other Tuesday, and we'll see you then. Bye.
4: This has been a Waldo Pickles production.